Hello everyone and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1, The Tales of Amrael. I'm your host and DM, Zach Browning, and uh, I'm very excited to get into our episode 2 of this story. Now, first off, for those of you who are watching over on YouTube in a video format, yes, I am wearing a different colored shirt. Uh, this intro is recorded on a different day than the original recording. Um... But either way, we got a couple announcements to get into. But first off, I want to say thank you so much for the interactions, the impressions on the first episode in both YouTube and on the podcasting format. Like the amount of downloads we got from the podcast is just insane. It's mind boggling to me. So that being said, if you want to go check out uh, our podcasts, uh, you can go over to find it on Spotify. You can find it on Amazon music slash audible. You can find it on, uh, really I'm trying to work. Actually, I'm trying to work on like getting it on Pandora and like Apple music and that type of thing. Um, but that will come soon. There's just a lot to do in order to get your new podcast onto those platforms. So bear with me on that. I'm trying to get it on there, but thank you. And also if you're listening to this on the podcast format, we do upload a live video every single Sunday at 5 30 PM Eastern time. Um, so if you want to watch this in a visual format, it can, it will be over on our YouTube channel. It's just time to roll on, on YouTube. Also, uh, we do have a Twitch channel that is under the same name. Uh, so our first announcement today is that we will be taking a break. Unfortunately, uh, scheduling conflicts. I'm going on vacation. People aren't going to be able to make it for episode three for the recording. So we are going to have to take a break, a one week break. It's only one. Uh, this will probably happen again at some point because we're all doing online stuff and sometimes schedules just don't work out. Um, that being said, uh, we will be doing episode three and filming episode three on June 26th live um, over on our Twitch channel and our YouTube channel. So if you guys want to go, you know, check that out, go and follow slash subscribe to those and uh, be up to date on whenever I post content on those, uh, that'd be great. Um, we will be doing a live stream again, like I said, uh, on June 26th, that's a Sunday at about 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm setting it for 7, and hopefully everyone's there on time. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, it might be 7.30. I'll let you guys know, though, uh, on probably more than likely on social media. If you want to go follow my social media, uh, it's uh, Zach B. Outdoors, uh, capital Z-A-C-H, and a capital B, and then capital O-U-T-D-O-O-R-S. Uh, that is uh, my personal Twitter. I do updates uh, for Time to Roll on that. As of right now, I'm working on getting the Time to Roll Twitter handle as we speak. But anyways, I think that does it for our announcements. So let's get right into the story in this next episode of The Tales of Amriel. Let's go. <laughs> and welcome back uh last time you guys left off there was a uh, a meeting that was being held by the head librarian of of the royal library of artemis uh leon uh there was a almost a sorting ceremony of sorts um that you guys were forced to go through where you had to basically dispatch uh seven of the six or no sorry seven of the 13 people that had showed up for his job posting that he had put across 
uh well basically all of the uh all the town and basically all the, in all the surrounding towns and basically all of Fleur. Um all of you showing up to the job listing for your own individual uh reasonings most of you because money is important in this uh very uh turbulent world um but however you were able to sort yourselves out and 13 turned into six and you were then prompted by the head librarian leon that the job was going to be about finding and rescuing the disappearing children of the small town of Keister. Um, he said, uh, Leon left it as you will be meeting eight o'clock sharp the next day. And so that is where we begin our story today. Um, I guess waking up, um, crawling out of your own, um, abodes whether that be staying at any sort of motel or pub or even camping out outside of the city for some of you um what i'd like to do is i guess um go through what your morning routes would be to get back to the royal library uh i guess we could start off with uh ori and lara uh, would you guys have chosen to stay in the city, or would if you would you have uh, marched your way back out and camped out somewhere? I feel like I feel like we would be camping out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'd camp. I just got here. <laughs> I was taking a nap the entire time. I assume Alara feels better <laughs> in the outdoors. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Um. So as you're on your way back, uh, you you really didn't experience any issues coming back into town. Uh, with a prior experience with the guards from yesterday, they tended to just kind of leave you alone. Uh, not wanting to invoke the wrath of Ori. Uh, a being that is twice their size. Uh, do I see the guards I saw yesterday? I would say yeah, they're they're at their post at the gate when the, when you first walked in. Um, do you see? Do you see me? Uh, yes, and they're actively avoiding eye contact with you. I smirk at them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well you smirk at them. You walk your on. You walk your way through back towards the uh, the royal library. Um, next person we're gonna go to. I, I guess it would be uh, the people that would be kind of close. I would assume would be close at hand would be Zane. You'd probably go find a bar somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I was staying at the black snakes Inn. Okay. You, you would just go back to the black snakes Inn, Um, and, uh, for the sake of my sanity, uh, go ahead and mark off, um, go ahead and mark off one silver for the night. Uh, as you're walking out, you hear from behind the bar, well, you have a good day now, all right? You do the same. All right, safe travels. And as you you look back, it's it's the barkeep that you've uh, seen quite a few times. Uh, little, a little halfling woman, um, probably about three and a half feet tall. Uh, she's on a little step stool serving people breakfast at the bar. And uh, she's... Uh, uh, she's never really truly given you uh, her name, but she just recognizes that you've stayed. Uh, 
you stayed and you've drank and you've kind of minded your own my own business and you're on your way out and she's just assuming you're off on your own adventure um now we would go to uh beep what would beep do austin beep would have tried to stay at an inn but he would have tried to sort of woo the innkeeper to try and let him stay free for a night okay um i'm going to say he could do how do you want to woo that we're gonna reverse back to the night before uh how yeah. how how would you have wooed this innkeeper now um would you so where you were going would you have stayed close to the royal library or would he would you have gone off exploring the town more i would have been relatively close to the library okay so the closest in to the library now does do you want this in to have a bar that's the most important question uh sure it'll, it'll have a bar okay so the the closest in with a bar because you are a bard and performing is important that's how you make most of your income um the closest one would be looking at my notes uh the alabaster inn would be where you would be staying um the head the the head matriarch or matron of the uh of the alabaster inn is a tiefling woman um but she does her best to hide her her devilish traits so she wears a like a like a hood over her head most of the time hiding her horns and uh she's of more of a pale complexion compared to most tieflings and she's really done her best to hide it now however um with your perception as high as it is you would definitely see that she is a tiefling just based off of her teeth um being jagged and a little bit more pointy um as you walk up she's like well, hey there. How you doing tonight? Beep. Ah, right. Our partially uh mute friend. Um, well, are you are you staying the night? Beep. Night. Gotcha. Um, I assume you like nod your head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, for one, one room for the night. It is. Uh, that would cost you two silver. Um, yeah. and she like, she like, she like, kind of, kind of like recoils a little bit. Well, um, okay. Uh, roll a, um, you can do one of the, you can either roll a general charisma check. Or if you're trying to, are you going to try to like use your your musical talents to woo her? Or you're just trying to like seduce just her. Straight up persuasion. Persuasion. I persuasion or. Uh, I would say let's do persuasion. Roll me a persuasion check, please. Oh, so my that's my bad. What advantage? Uh, I would uh, the twelve. I'll take. Oh, you roll the twelve twice. <laughs> uh, twelve. She's kind of like. Well, okay then um that'll be two silver for the night um but if you stop down by the bar if you feel like drinking first rounds on me okay beep okay so uh <laughs> i would guess mark off two silver yeah i'll mark off two sorry the dc was relatively high there 
it's all good. Uh, she has to run a business, you know. Um, True. <laughs> but so you you saunter off to your to the morning, um, and as you wake up, uh, the same same barkeep, uh, the matron, she is no longer there. Is now helmed by a Loxenden fellow. Um, he's probably about seven, eight feet tall. Uh, he's a giant elephant man. He's wearing uh, he's wearing kind of like very uh, very comfortable silken robes, and he's definitely the morning shift guy. He's definitely there to just kind of relax and occasionally say like serve the breakfast to people. Um, now, would would you have wanted to stop for breakfast, or you're just on your way to the job because it's a, you have to be there by eight? I'll just be on my way. Okay, I'll be going. So you may. Just, just like Ori and Alara, you you make your way to the square, no problem. Same square that you just kind of, uh, you, you kind of, uh, you know, uh, worked your magic in before in front of the Royal Library. Um, that brings us to um, who am I missing? Uh, it would be uh, Thaddeus. Uh, yes. Uh, now. Todd, explain to me what Thaddeus would have done for the night. Um, Thaddeus, we were inside, am I correct? We we were inside the library, and how he left it was Leon floating off and disappearing somewhere into the library, saying he would deal with your, your transportation. And said meet, saying meeting him, meet, meet me at 8 in the morning in front of the library. So Thaddeus would have worked himself off into the shadows of the library okay and used his agility and um hiding in shadows to basically wait until the library closed okay um remaining inside the library and scanning the library um then finding the books of alchemy and looking at a poison book Okay, um, well, I'm going to have to have you roll a few things here. Um, first thing I want you to roll is a general stealth check. Am I with advantage or disadvantage? Um, or now, remind me, do you have advantage on stealth throws? Like, do you have any feats that give you advantage? Because... Uh, so, so no, just I a general, just a general stealth check for me, please. Stealth? Yeah, just a regular stealth check. Thirteen. Um, as you kind of go to stealth off, it's not a very high DC because this is a big library, um, and it was still open when you were talking. So you're you would have been able to easily blend in with the crowd. Um, and blend in with any other people that are in the library. Um, with a 13, you're able to sneak your way uh, into a corner. Um, however, as it, as it turns to night, this is the Royal Library. Um, this is the greatest culmination of knowledge in Sylvania. So it is heavily guarded. Um, so what I need you to do, there's a... Uh, there's a round table uh, group of guards, row guards, that will uh, do patrols throughout every royal building that is, you know, that is government funded. 
and the Royal Library is no exception. So there's there's a group there's a group of three that switch out about once every five to six hours. Um, so the first group is going to come through, uh, torches in hand, just meandering through. What are you going to do to uh, to escape their gaze? Uh, well, I'm going to take myself to possibly on top of a bookcase. Okay. Where I lay flat and remain silent. All right, so I want you to either roll me an acrobatics check or a stealth check with, I would say, because the act of jumping up onto a, uh, onto a bookcase uh, and trying to hide would be... The stealth would be much harder unless you're just trying to do an acrobatics. So acrobatics normal, stealth with disadvantage. Eighteen. So you're able to easily bound up onto the bookcase. However, it's starting to. These aren't. These are sturdy bookcases, um, but it did make a little bit of sound. Uh, however, with you beat me to it. Now that you're up there, um, I wanted you to roll with disadvantage. That's a nine. So as you jump up and go to lay down, your uh, the buttons on your coat get caught as you lay down and make a pinging noise, almost like a coin hitting the floor. And uh, there's a uh, one of the guards like, what? Did you hear that? And like, starts walking over towards the sound. What are you going to do to avoid being seen? Um, is there a way I can, like, roll to the opposite side of the bookcase that I'm on? Like, if he's coming up to the one side, could I roll to make his angle of... You could. The bookcase is, and being your how short of stature you are, the bookcase is large enough to where you could do that, but I'm going to need you to roll just a general dexterity check for me. Why isn't it letting me roll? Oh my god. Well, that's your slave. Oh yeah, those are saves. I needed just a check. Oh. So just click on your dexterity. Oh, click on my dex. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm not used to this. Yep, no problem. 11. I'd like to go back to my saves. <laughs> 11. You go to roll over and... Same problem. You, you kind of scrape your buttons, but you're able to you're able to move over. But it is the guards are now in kind of high alert. They're like, hey, where is someone's in here? And he like motions over. He's like, hey, Roger, come here. I think we have someone in here. Stow away if you would. And he's holding up his lantern. Like, and it is, he's like a normal, like, uh, like a single handled lantern that is, uh, you know, glass lantern. Um, you're now hiding and he's going, he's like looking, he doesn't know where the noise came from. He just knows the general direction. 
Um, can I see him? From where you're at? No. You could just see the... All you can see is the light of his lantern. So what do you want to do? He's coming towards uh, you. He's want, coming to the general area. I want to get in his head. Okay. And use the voice of his own voice and say, oh, it's just a rodent. Okay. Um, roll a persuasion check, um, but with disadvantage. Nine. Like, oh, they're, Roger, they're getting in my head. I don't understand what's happening, but this is this is weird. Uh, and you do actively hear this, so you just try to get into his head, uh, no, to no avail. Now, um, he's Roger, the other guard. He's they're both humans. They they're slowly making their way towards you from kind of a pincer maneuver. They don't know where you are yet, but they have heard the noise and uh, and they do know where they kind of know the general direction. So. Chances of you escaping are low, but you can attempt to get out of there if you want. I'm going to attempt to, like, jump over a couple bookcases and remain stealthed. Okay. Uh, roll roll stealth check with disadvantage. Thirteen. It just beats the, the DC I set for it. Um, you explain, explain to how, what you're, so you're, you're bounding to another bookshelf. I'm going to like lightly just jump along the wall from one bookcase to go about five more bookcases down the lane. Okay. So the stealth check 13 is good enough to where you can get up and jump to the next one. I'm now going to need you to roll another acrobatics check. Just, just standard acrobatics. Twenty-two, yeah, you do it with no problem, with a uh, with a thirteen stealth and the twenty-two acrobatics. You bound over, without seeming. Well, actually, we're gonna see if. Where is you? Know, I'm just gonna roll here. We're gonna see if he sees you. Eight plus one. Yeah, no, he does not. Uh, Roger. The guard that is coming from the other side does not see you, and uh, he, uh, you're able to successfully jump to the other bookcases. However, they still are on high alert. And as uh, as Roger walks over, he's like, "I don't know what you're saying, talking about. I don't hear anything. What'd you hear? I don't know. I just heard something. It sounded like metal or shuffling or something. I don't know. Well, maybe you're just a little bit too much on the." On the old booze there. Uh, why don't we just why don't we go back to our routes now, Warren? All right. Oh, all right. And so they start walking away. Um, where you're laying is in the shadows enough to where you're fine. Um, I'm going to say for the sake of expediency. Um, 
you make your way after after they after they leave you're able to um walk away just fine no problem uh, well they walk away and the next guards aren't going to be coming for a while at least that's what you've gathered and you're able to go find this book of alchemy um and it's pr a pretty easy find since this is the royal library and everything is noted perfectly by alphabetic order so you go find the a's and you do find a book of alchemy and i mean you, just gonna you really don't need it. yeah you really don't need a sleight of hand um there's no one around to see you those guards have since moved on into their uh into their respective routes um so you grab that and uh are you so are you going to be staying in the library until the morning or what's your goal yeah i'm gonna find a closet or something that's way out of the normal path that i watch them take and go to sleep okay so um i guess for the sake of this roll one more stealth check but because you've been um because because you've uh You've seen kind of the normal route. You watch them do go through the normal route. Granted, you almost get caught. Um, you you see what they do. You understand what they do, and you know that if you stay hidden in a certain area, they're not gonna. Most of the time, you're not gonna be seen. So to roll a just roll a regular stealth check. Sixteen. You easily hide away for the night. Um, are you going to be reading the alchemy book, or are you going to try to catch them sleep? I'm going to try to catch some sleep. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, so I use the alchemy book as my pillow and learn by osmosis. <laughs> okay. So as you, uh, as all of you slumber off to sleep, uh, well, you slumbered off to sleep and you're making your way to the Royal library. Um, now Thaddeus, you make your way out of the front of the library, uh, so the library opens at seven. Um, so I'd say what at eight o'clock you just lumber out from the front of it. Yeah, I'd listen at the door and make sure that wherever I came out there was nobody visible, and then come down and just act like I'd just been there already. Mm, okay. All right. So, um, now that you all have kind of. After some time of gathering in the middle, all of you walk up to see a Thaddeus, specifically you. You've been hearing this kind of in the morning. Um, a few, uh, one horse and buggy, or what sounds like a horse and buggy, um, pull up, as well as a, uh, uh, some mooing, like almost like a cow sound. Um, and you have heard throughout the library, like, yeah, well, you know, uh, waiting for this party to get here and uh once they're here well we'll send them on their way and hopefully they'll be able to meet up with those two and you see um and i'd say thaddeus you've been seeing the 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 head librarian leon like floating around doing his duties in the morning like kind of being a busybody um and uh you also get the sense that he's very aware of your presence oh good um but chose not to, he chooses not to say anything we're gonna say that 
So as you guys make your way, you do see uh, for the ones that are coming in, you do see the lizard, the lizard man or lizard folk man, uh, Vaten, sitting there, uh, leaning against one of the pillars of the library, with his eyes kind of closed, half closed, and he's just kind of sitting there, uh, waiting for everybody. And as you guys walk up, you see a uh, a wagon, um, a covered wagon, very very Ozark Trail like. Uh, uh, or, or Oregon Trail wagon um, with a single um, steer, like a like a bovine longhorn steer uh, hitched to it. And then you also see a, another much larger bovine steer longhorn um, sitting to the side, but with a giant leather saddle on it. Um, as you walk up, uh, you see... Um, you see Leon come shooting out of the doors of the library. He's like, yes, yes, you're all here. Perfect. Well, uh, I've given you, I think, what you need to travel for the few days that it's going to take to get to Keister. Um, uh, is this to your liking? Looks fine. Hey, Ori, these any relations of yours? Oh, that's so mean. That's this will do for me. Mm -hmm. Or he was looking at his cool new axe. <laughs> that's right, you did get an axe. That's funny. You say something. Leaves any relations of yours, leave bovine here. One sec. Or he doesn't understand what you said. <laughs> He's he just goes back to look at his ex. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about we uh hesitate or, well, well, never mind. This uh this party may be doomed from the start. Anywho, um, do any of you know how to um handle a, a wagon? Have any of you done that before? No. Airships are more common where I'm from. Right. Neep. <laughs> would I know? I... Uh, you? No, you would not have. Uh, you would have... Primarily, most of your journey has either been stowing away on either the random boat, uh, like actual galleon or skyship, making its way across the, across the ocean. Um, and any other time you've primarily been walking okay uh, just shakes his head. well okay um well which one of you would be best for uh he looks right at uh, vatan and vatan immediately just shakes his head no this <laughs> this is like nope well okay um uh, young fellow with with the horns. Um, not big guy. Uh, small guy. Uh, what what was your name? Zane. 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 Right. Um, Zane. Um, are you willing to learn how to steer a steer a wagon? I've got work I need to do while riding. Okay, so that's a no. Uh. Um, my. 
uh, furry friend over here? Looks at Beep. Beep. Okay. Uh, is that a yes or a no? Beep. Okay. Uh, next person looks right at Alara on, on Ori's head. You might be too young. <laughs> I can can you can do it! <laughs> How about or no? He's gonna put, um, or he's going to put uh, her on the front of the wagon. Okay. okay. Hand, her, hand her the, uh, what were they called? Uh, the reins, yeah. The reins, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just here. She's just like, poof. Well, I, I can do it. I can do it. I can do Stop talking. Uh, I can do it. Everybody hop on. Let's go. Okay, um, my large friend. Uh, that putting that aside, uh, my large friend, I did get you a much larger uh, mount that should work. Uh, this is the finest, uh, finest bowl we have. I understand it might feel weird since you are of centaur or you are a minotaur. Uh, my bad. Um, but I, I assure you, this this creature will definitely get you where you need to go. How big is it? It's this. This is a big fucking bull. This thing is like eighteen hundred pounds. Like monstrous. Does it have a saddle one? Oh yeah, yeah. That's like it's fully decked out, saddle ready to go. I like. Yeah. Well, good, good. Um, can I pet it? Absolutely. Uh, animal handling, I guess. Um, I would say. You walk up to it, and it actually there's no need for animal handling. Uh, you you walk up to it, and it immediately kind of like walks towards you, almost out of familiarity, um, and like just kind of kind of looks at you and just snorts a little bit. Um, Aww, <laughs> but it, it's uh, yeah, you can pet it; it probably won't do or, anything. Or he or he pets it, and it's like mighty steed. <laughs> good well okay uh, and Leanne chimes in well um are you sure no one else wants to steer the wagon you sure yeah, nobody nobody needs to steer cause Ilara's already doing it she'll learn faster cause she is younger right maybe I should bring someone along Thaddeus <laughs> can probably learn how to do it Thaddeus, do you would you like to learn? I I I mean I don't think it's that difficult. I, the young gal, she seems to be willing to do it. I don't really want people in my back. Okay. Uh or he uh or he crosses his arm and he like nods like hmm, hmm, ish. <laughs> well it was Alara, yes? Uh, Lara, young young one. Um, I just want to make sure because I've only ever seen you on Big Fella's head over there. Um, are you sure you don't? Are you sure you don't want to just ride on his head while he's on his mount and someone else steers the? Taking a nap on top of his head. Um, so it's my turn now. Okay. Alrighty then. Well, uh, 
I guess, uh, if someone could please sit up here with her, just in case. I can while I'm doing my work. Okay, okay, well, that's fine. Um, I guess Alara's steering then. Uh, Alara's just gonna look over at Zane. She's just like, Hi, I like your horns. Thank you. <laughs> All right, um, okay. Well, that's a thing. All right, well, uh, Keister, uh, and he like grabs a map, this, this, this big old map. And if you guys want to check, uh, roll 20, we can, uh, we can zoom in. So he's like, so, um, you could take the northern route out of Artemis. You would have to cross a river, a few rivers. Uh, we are in a river basin. You would have to pass by uh, the city of Clico and Stamford. Um, but that is probably the fastest route. Um, the southern route, however, is the probably the least dangerous. Um, and it's a little bit longer. So uh, these are your options. Uh, from here, as the crow flies, just so you're aware, I may have misspoken a little bit. Uh, Keister's more or less 115 to 120 miles away as the crow flies. Hmm. I'm just here for the ride. I'm going to sit in the back corner here and just, just ride along. Hilara's gonna like she's gonna like look at the map and she's just like hmm. Well I can't read. <laughs> I, can't I, read. I I will handle the directions. I'm going to take a look at the map and analyze it very closely. Okay. So And then I'm going to speak. Beep 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 beep. Hilara's just like looking at him with like those yellow eyes that have nothing behind them, and she's just like, uh, uh, is any, I don't, what? Beep. Yeah, I, I don't speak beep. Beep, 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 beep. I think he meant go north. No, beep. <laughs> oh, you're slipping. Did he say, um, did he say another word? You can <laughs> speak. Oh, <laughs> That's the first word I've heard. I've heard him say. I think than... he's broken. He's broken. <laughs> Point that one out, guys. <laughs> Modify memory. I I cast feeble mind on all of you. But... Payback for 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 the uh, for the yeah. <laughs> for the prequel. <laughs> I'm going to look at Beep, and I'm going to say, Beep once for north, Beep twice for south. Beep, beep. South it is. Ah. That's a much less traveled road, it looks like, as far as S towns go. South We're is... What's south? What's south, and how do I get there? I'm just going to point the direction. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Okay, well, it seems you've got yourself figured out. I've included 
so if you take um if you take the southern road just be aware uh there have been there have oh, every road is dangerous in this world we live in um you're bound to get ambushed by some sort of creature or bandits or orcs perhaps um by my memory the uh the two i sent ahead echo and uh elka uh they're they should be about three days out from you um i told them to wait at the second bend in the river um on the southern road now i told them that uh, i would send i would send word if you if you lot decided to take the northern road and they would just meet you in stamford um but if you take the southern road it would make you'd meet up with them fairly fairly quick we'll just do that then okay beep, beep. you might need to watch out for uh again there could be bandits the road is less traveled but it is a little bit more of an easier path than the northern road a lot less uh river crossings now there are bridges but uh or at least for one of them but the second one have fun all right do you have any questions for me Yes, no, I don't, if, I don't if, think so. If if you were going, which direction would you take, sir? Oh, uh, I would, um, if I was traveling by a land vehicle, I would probably take the southern route. But, um, only simply because it's a lot less, um, water. But, in this river basin we live in, you can't really get away from it, so... Uh, just to, just to, uh, kind of give you another, um, you know, just to give you a, a word of advice, um, you may need to watch out for, uh, there have been dragon wormlings flying around here. Uh, most of the old, older dragons are in slumbering mode. They stay to themselves, but a lot of their offspring tend to fly throughout our region. So you may have to watch out for them as well. Oh, oh, contract. Yes, I notarized I notarized our contract. Now if you guys are going if you guys could look in the um session notes section on Discord. Um I will be putting in a um signed contract for you guys to look at. Oh, my name. <laughs> you told me chicken scratch. Is the beep in Comic Sans? It absolutely is. Stop it. Um, oh, and uh, uh, Mousy, uh, just so you're aware, I, I had stated that Elka, instead of signing her name, just like put ink on her paw pad and, put, and stamped it down. Perfect. Cute little toe beans. Wait a minute. What? You said you were gonna pay us two to three K gold. Right. So you it say six hundred. Six hundred gold upon completion. Right. Payment now. Three hundred gold apiece now. And this is only this and only if if you find you will be paid two thousand gold by my word. This is the minimum contract. 
So, if you are able to save the children, if you're able to find them, save them, and destroy whatever is taking them, I will pay you 2,000 gold. And trust me, I will know if you completed it. Now, if you want me to bring up another contract that states I'll do this, that's fine. It just, it, it would definitely have to be, uh, I guess, dropped off by some sort fine. of carrier pigeon, I just but... didn't want to be hustled. No, no. 600 is the base, based fee that you're going to get at completion. No matter what, if you come back in pieces, a bag of 600 gold will be placed at your feet. Now, starting off pay. Uh... Which guys, I don't know. Have have any of you marked? Uh, I know, I know Squirtle and I know Mousy. I don't know if Mousy has uh, have marked the two the three hundred. Uh, it was three hundred. You told us two fifty. Sorry, three hundred. Add a fifty. Add fifty to that. Um, I'd like uh, he like divvies out little pouches of three hundred gold and sets them down on the like on the bench of the um. Well, sets okay. He sets. Uh, how many of you are there? There's six of you here. Um, so he sets five out on the bench of the carriage, and then he walks over to uh, Ori and hands him a bag of three hundred gold. And he's like, "Okay, well, since that's out of the way, this will cover uh, any expenditures that you may have." Uh, at the beginning, 600 is the base pay, like I said. And if you come back at com total completion and you completely solve this mystery, uh, an extra 1,400 gold will be all yours on top of that 600. You can please just add that in writing and send it by pigeon to us. Very well. I can do that. Um and he uh, he kind of like gestures over at the carriage. So, okay, well, um, all right, okay. There's about a week's worth of food in the car in the in the wagon, and about a week's worth of uh worth of fresh drinking water, and uh, a few sharpening stones for your blades. And that's about it. So, uh, the arrows, arrows can be can can be provided. Give me one moment, and he like snaps his fingers and float come floating in over your head as uh fifty arrows, all steel, uh braced arrows, and they land in his hands. It's like, would these do? That would be wonderful. Ah, okay. Here you go. And he like hands them all to you. Um Okay. So, uh faster you get off, faster you go, the faster we can um we can save those kids. Um I will send word via you'll find out how I'll send word. And uh I'll make sure to have a revised contract for you. But, anywho, let's uh, be on our way. Go, go, go. Chop, chop. Clara's oh, just okay. going to slap the hell out of the reins, and we just take off. Okay. I'm gonna, while this is happening, I'm going to draw my smithing hammer, and uh, I'm going to replicate my backpack into a bag of holding. 
Okay. While we're traveling. Okay. So I am going to play a lovely instrumental solo. Uh, roll roll a performance check for me. All right, let me get that for you. Eighteen. Yeah, you you kill it. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Or he's kind of jamming silently. <laughs> I was riding riding along on his massive steed. Alara <laughs> just like takes Froggy off her head and looks at Zane and goes, "Hey, hey, you!" and starts like poking his shoulder with her little. I don't even know. Those really aren't hands. They're like, like pudgy. What balls? <laughs> I don't know. But pokes him and it's just like, "Can you please hold on to Froggy for me?" Sure. Thanks. And I'll just like set him on my shoulder while I'm working on this. In the and he's literally, and he's just staring at you like just how he is in the picture. <laughs> I just set him on the shoulder opposite the one I'm using to just like hammer this item out. And you, you hear, you hear in your ear. It's <laughs> and I am sitting in the far back corner of the wagon. Um, and then, uh, after I get stabilized and figure out that I'm not going to get thrown out, I pull out a book and start reading. Okay. So, we're off on the first adventure. As you guys make your way out of Artemis, which I'm trying to find some music for it. That works. Um, as you guys make your way through, uh, the first leg of your journey... Um, you're, you have about a seven day trip ahead of you, um, six to seven days, depending on how, uh, how fast you want the carriage to go and what pace you want it to go. Um, as you guys now is, are there any activities that you want to, I mean, you've already described, like you want to play, play a nice melodical, uh, song. You're kind of just sticking to yourself. Uh, you said reading your book. Yeah, Todd. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, uh, shockingly, Alara is doing an amazing job at steering. Uh, st steering this uh, this wagon. However, Alara, I'd like you to roll an animal handling check for me. Oh, God. Hold on. Is I'm up there for support. <laughs> Actually, I think... <laughs> technically, okay. Kind of high. What did you say? Animal handling? Yes. Oh, yeah, it is. Kind of high, right? Yeah, 15. Oh, yeah, you're fine. You're ro you're rocking and rolling. You have a plus 7 to your animal handling. Holy shit. Mori is proud. <laughs> Nods in approval. <laughs> Alright, so... First day of travel goes up by without a hitch. Uh, it's up to you guys. You can either travel through the night and take a point of exhaustion, or you can choose to, uh, to camp out. Now, what... Uh, I guess it would be um, Vaten, since Vaten is technically a cook. He he would have. Um, I too am a cook. Yeah, he 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 would have gotten up into the rations and see and saw what uh, what what was av made available for the group, and uh, and it's it's pretty basic. There's bread. There's dehydrated meat. There's uh, um. There's water skins, like massive water skins. Uh, very basic traveling food, but it it works. You get by, and um, he also notices that 
uh, packed in there very tightly are uh, are three tents um, for for camping. Uh, one seemingly larger tent, um, more than likely uh, for keeping Ori in mind. Um, the other one, the other two, one is a more of a green canvas and the other one is a smaller version of the standard canvas tent that very much looks like the big one's definitely meant for Ori. Um, and so those were packed in as well and Vaten would be like, uh, looks like Librarian packed camping gear for us. And you, like, point towards Thaddeus. Yes. So, we camp, I suppose. All for camping. We just need to take watches, I believe. Eventually, Indeed. yes. Oh, uh, speaking of Vaten, there's a bingo. He has arrived. We are probably completely screwed up your... Uh... Um, I can edit, dude. It's so easy. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, yeah, so to catch you up, I was literally just... We're, we're in the carriage on our way to Keister. First, awesome. First, first little bit of uh, a travel where um, I had stated, because Vaten is a uh, is a cook, he was uh, going over the supplies in, in the back of the wagon. So if you want to take over on that, you're certainly a lot. You certainly can. Uh, what I just said is that there's basic rations like dried meat, some bread, uh, you know, maybe some vegetables, some water skins uh, for about a week's worth of travel. And um, he had also found just found three tents for camping. Absolutely. Oh, cool. But. I heard my name. I thought, did somebody say something to me? Mm, no. I don't think so. Anywho. So as you guys make your way through the fir first day of travel, um, you guys can either choose to camp out or you can go through the night and suffer a point of exhaustion. It's up to you. You're... Um, your your uh beast of burden your your bovine they're one that's dragging the cart and one that's dragging ori around um would also suffer a point of exhaustion but it's up to you if you guys want to camp out it's up to you i think it'd be good to camp same yeah <clears throat> camping okay so as you guys camp out um i'm going to need somebody to make a survival check for me to find a um i would guess find a suitable place to camp along the path and just so you guys are aware of where you're at by the end of the day leaving in the morning you're about there okay you're uh, eight I, I missed that can you ping again yeah yeah sorry rounds about here perfect can you do i have do i double proficient survival hey, um, I can't remember either. Um, oh my and god, so many. So I, I needed one person to roll survival, not the whole party. <laughs> um, we'll go with, uh, you know what, for the sake of the first night, we'll go with a 23 from Vaten. Um, 
as you guys roll up close to the river, um, you do notice a clearing that has been used before on this southern road to camp out. There's already a fire pit made, um, and seemingly no issue whatsoever. Um, so, you guys pitch camp. Uh, we can either do this in uh, stages of three, um, where one person is keeping watch, and we're doing... Or it's up to you guys. I right. will take the first watch. Okay. So I'll take the second. Okay. I will take the third. Alright. So um Zane, go ahead and roll a um You say roll a perception check for me, please. Oof. Six. Um you're blissfully unaware of anything around you, but you also get the sense that this campsite is well-traveled and there really shouldn't be any issues. Um, so your, your watch goes without a hitch. I'm also going to say that your bag of holding is now complete. Sweet. Um, I would, I would assume you were like tinkering with it, working on it as you're, as you're taking watch. Yeah. Oh Yeah. So you go ahead, you get your long rest, so you do get your uh, your art artificer thing back. Um, oh, didn't mean to blow that up. Um, okay, and who said they're taking second watch? That'd be me. Ori. Okay, go ahead and make a make a perception check for me. Okay. This is just listening and smelling and using kind of your. Your 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 general survival skills since you've done a lot of traveling. Okay. Uh I did eighteen. Eighteen. You do hear some rustling so to describe the landscape that's around you, uh in this campsite it's in a clearing of long, almost like um you know, if you've ever been into the Midwest of the United States, the the very long um, long rolling plains, really long grass, uh, wind sweeping through it. The, the, you're in the plains area of, of Sylvania, and there's long grass all around. However, you're 10 foot tall, so you can, even sitting down, you can see above it. And uh, you do hear some rustling of what seems to be relatively small fauna, um, but nothing really happens. You're, you're, they, they move on in whatever they're doing. Um, and your watch comes to a pretty blissful end. Um, so, uh, next up is Thaddeus, correct? Correct. Oh, disappointed. <laughs> Can I wake up for uh third watch as well? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm less going to be taking a watch and more, um, like, rolling up and uh, just saying uh, this one goes to find food. Okay. And kind of stock stock off to do some uh, foraging. <clears throat> oh, you gave me meat last session. Uh, what kind of meat was it? Uh, rat. 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 Yeah. It? The, okay. the, there, was, there was a rat. There's one that may or may not have been a small cat. Um, <laughs> there were probably a couple of lamb. Was it cooked? Yes. Okay, Ori would be chewing on one of them <laughs> while he was watching. 
Okay. Uh, I need your roll constitution saving throw. Uh, <laughs> I'm hurt. You wound oh, no. me, DM. <laughs> it's day old cooked rat. Fair. What do you want from me? <laughs> uh, what's my con? Plus three? Yeah. It is four. Uh, that's 17. 17. You, uh... You taste a really funny taste as you eat this uh, this meat, mystery meat that Vaten slipped to you. Um, um, but you kind of feel a little gurgly in your stomach, but you being how tough you are, it didn't really affect you. <laughs> um, Vaten, um, as you're... So you're foraging for food. Anything in particular you're looking for? Uh, just whatever happens to be readily at hand um kind of i wouldn't be going much more than like 100 feet from the campsite okay um now that ori is asleep uh thaddeus go and make a perception check for me um and uh what 21 okay um hold hold that thought uh but 10 as you scrounge around go ahead and make a make an investigation check just a five. Uh, Thaddeus, you watch this this uh, curious fellow, you haven't really talked with a whole lot, um, wander off into the high grass and the tent. You don't find many things to eat, but you do grab a handful of grass and hold it up triumphantly. I... As if you found something. Put, put that up too? <laughs> Uh, so you have excellent memory of maps and geography, and you can always recall... Uh, second second sentence. Uh, in addition, you can uh, find food and fresh water for yourself and up to five other people each day, provided that the land offers very small game water. Oh, okay, then you'd roll the advantage on the investigation. Alrighty. Okay. Fifteen. That's much easy. better. Much better. Uh, much better than the handful of grass you find. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you you're you you search around and you are able to find a uh, a small berry bush. Um, it's kind of it's really small actually, and hanging off of it are these round, probably about walnut-sized berries. Uh, they're dark red in color, and uh, they're kind of hanging down because they are quite heavy so it's up to you if you want to pick them um can i tell if they're poisonous or edible i should say um i would say with your even you have to roll with your uh with your general knowledge you you would know that these are rel these look relatively edible um they may need to be uh they may need to you they're berries that are need their seeds cut out of them um and then, yeah then i'll pick them and uh make my way back to camp and start kind of um picking the seeds out of them for uh to add to breakfast add a little bit of flavor to whatever we're doing for breakfast okay there you go so uh Excuse go me. Can, yes. can i have a seat please well, he hasn't. Doesn't he, even. 
I was gonna say you haven't yeah. even really cut them apart yet. Oh. Yeah, no, I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm doing at this point. But um, as soon as I have some, I'll you know hand a, a couple across. Okay. What's well, fine. So you're a uh, Thaddeus. You see for for that twenty one perception. Um, you see you do see Vaten wander off and come back with an armful of uh of these red fairly large berries. Um, but the night goes without a hitch. Uh, nothing really going on, and you all wake up for the next morning of travel. Do I recognize the berries? Um. Yes, you would recognize the berries. Uh, they are called Alleyander Berries. A-L-L-I-A-N-D-E-R. Um, waking up, seeing them in the morning, seeing Vatan preparing them, cutting them. These are, these literally look like giant cherry tomatoes, but they're, uh, the flesh of the fruit is, um, is very edible, very, de uh, considered a delicacy in some places but the seeds are incredibly poisonous and they are often used for standard uh, like uh, standard poison for uh, like plant based poison there's generally used in whatever cocktail an assassin would use those seeds for um, are you aware of what you have in your hands that you're dealing with Seeds cannot be eaten. Yes, yes. So, I can use the seeds, but just be very careful not to get any of them in the food. Yeah, they are very, very deadly. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you rolled a fifteen on the investigation scale there. <laughs> I, I mean, I was hoping. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping it would be uh, survival or nature, but. <laughs> Yeah, which makes more sense, but yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to help Vaten with the breakfast. Okay, so breakfast consists of uh, preserved bread, like loaves of bread. Uh, the dried meat you can add to a stew as long as you add water to it. Um, and then the vegetables are carrots and... Uh, cabbage and um, like onions and standard standard things that would keep for a while. So if you guys want to cook, I'd say either one of you can roll the advantage on a. I'm gonna say a Would it be performance or survival? I'd say survival. Can I do a? Whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. Ooh, you could. Um, I'm not cooking utensils. I was going to say, I wanted to do cook's utensils with wisdom, but I accidentally did with intelligence. Um, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. So, since you both have co cooking, uh, cooking utensils, uh, I would say either one of you rolls with advantage or you both roll. Just up to you. Oh, yours, buddy. <laughs> so, if you want to roll one more time, I mean, the 22, succeed, right. the 22 succeeds, for being honest. Well, and that was, it should actually be a 24 because I hit intelligence instead of wisdom okay uh so 24 yeah uh you guys make an incredible well what what uh what food do you want to make it's up to you what are you guys making for breakfast 
Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice little, uh, nice little stew. Um, kind of sweetened it with some of the berry. Um, yeah. Even could have made a little bit of spread for the bread with the berries. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, which I don't normally do this, and I would, I'm not going to normally do this, but because you rolled a 24 cooking... Everybody in the party currently gets a, uh, I'm going to say, you get a temp, temp uh, let's say five temporary hit points per person for the, for the day. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But because you rolled that high, and it's that good of a, and breakfast is the most important meal of the day, <laughs> I'm going to allow it. All right, so uh, I would assume after breakfast you clean up uh, and you're back on the road. Uh, Alara, are you still steering the ship? I'll still be up front with her. She Hell is, so. yeah, brother. All right. And uh, I'm going to take those berry seeds and from some of the like bags that we had from the food that we ate, cut a little piece of like parchment paper and then roll the seeds in that, and then roll them in probably some uh, of the uh, bag material mm -hmm. and make sure that they're secured in, in my pouch. Okay. Yeah, easily enough. Um, uh, so, Alara, so you guys get on your way. Alara, I'd like you to roll another animal handling check. Thirteen, a little bit more rough for the day, uh, but the the cow seems to have like seems to like your constant jerking around, um, as they've uh, they've also had a full uh, a full night's rest, so they're they're up and good to go. By the way, Everett had a long rest, so if you wanted uh, if you had to recharge anything for any reason, that's that's that. Which yeah, I I'm gonna be working today to make a rope of climbing. Okay, cool. So that's that's your that's your artificer thing for the day. So you guys make your way through uh, through the day without really any issue. Uh, crossing the first river, you cross which right here. You you cross a fairly large bridge uh, that has a lot of people around it and a. Group your size wouldn't normally cause that much attention. However, Ori, you being as large as you are, riding as large of a creature as you are, you do have quite a large presence as you cross this bridge. Um, and as 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 you're as you're you know stamping on by, um, you do uh, see you do catch a few glares from some of the passerbys. Don't know if you want to do anything with that. Uh, what do I want to do? I'm gonna put my hand on my axe and just stare at him with like the shittiest look. <laughs> Every single person that looks at you sheeplessly looks away and just continues on in their business. And he's like huffing, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just fucking like wild. He, yeah. Uh. I'm, I'm he hasn't bored. killed anyone in a few days. Completely feral. 
So, <laughs> hasn't killed anyone in a few days. Is starting to lose his mind. So as you guys make your way over the bridge, uh, you only passed a few people. One carriage and a few people on horse uh, horseback. And a few people walking. Um, you come to this fork in the road. Um, following the map, you know, to, you know to go left. And as you make your way to... Unless anybody wants to do anything during the day, you make your way to about here. For the day. Now, if you guys want to stop and camp, you can. Or unless you guys had something you want to do during the day, just let me know. Uh, or he's probably just gonna do some uh, weapon maintenance, just sharpening and making sure it's not falling apart. Okay. Um. Yeah. Easy enough. You're you're well like like you're you're well enough trained to do that since that's a everyday thing for you. Um. Uh. So. You guys make your way to where you're going to be camping, and you uh, and you set up camp. Now I would like uh, let's see here. I'm going to pick someone at random here. How many we got in this group? Six. Perfect. There's a six-sided die just for that. That is a four. So. Um. Beep, would you please roll a survival check for me, please? Oh, God. Beep. Oh. Holy shit. Yo. That's a 19, oh, bro. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, hot tonight. You find... <laughs> now, you get the sense that this road is significantly less traveled than the one coming outside of Artemis. Um... There, you do find a clearing in the middle of the grasslands, and it is starting to get a lot colder out. Um, but you do find a clearing with a single large oak tree that's sprouting out of the ground, um, where it's clear enough that you could pitch pitch a tent. Um, so for we're gonna do three three checks again to who uh, who wants to take first to watch. Beebs, I'll take second. I'll take third. Who's, and, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to make it a habit of uh, waking up with third watch unless I'm taking a watch. Um, but I'm not going to unless I'm told. Um, but I'm making a habit of kind of looking around, seeing if I can find anything to supplement our rations for breakfasts. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so, sorry, who, who who took first watch? Beep. Beep, okay. Uh Beep, go ahead and make a uh, perception check for me, please. Seven. Oh, <laughs> oh God, well damn. You're lucky you didn't roll a six. Um, so, a as you're staying up, you're uh, describe what what you're doing for the night. Uh, what what's kind of distracted you for the night? Um, hold on, I. I forget if I have a drum. I do have a drum. Okay. Oh my god, you're gonna be beating on your drum while everyone's trying to sleep? No, 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 no. <laughs> Very gently, like, tapping on the drum. Like, like okay. one of those sort of, like, like, doom, 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 but, like, not super loud. Okay. Kind of like a nice little white noise beat. Roll a performance check for me, just out of curiosity. Okay. 
<laughs> that's a three. That's a three, my guy. Uh, it's a nine. That's a three, okay. my guy. Uh, with a nine. Yeah, you uh, your your beating of the drum definitely uh wakes up. We're gonna see what wakes up. Two. Oh boy. Uh, it wakes up a sleeping minotaur. Yes. <laughs> I rolled a two, which uh, which uh, Nate is number two on my list. Uh, um, if Ori decides to wake up, it's up to you. But you do hear a very light tapping, and very insistent tapping of a of a beat of a drum. Ori's McMad. <laughs> or his uh, ears like kind of wiggle and he like wakes up he's just like oh <laughs> he like opens his tent he sees beef just <laughs> making some noise um uh, upon noticing the minotaur leaving the tent um... i will immediately stop and put the drum down <laughs> he, he comes out with his axe in his hand I will, I <laughs> he looks at he looks at down. beep <laughs> he sticks half his body out, looks at you, he sees he puts your drum down, then he goes back to his tent to go back to sleep. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's wise choice. Anywho, um, so you're... As, as this is happening, um, you, what you didn't know, what, while, while you're tapping on your drum, and as perceptive as you were, noticing the very angry Ori coming out of his tent, what you did not notice is a uh, light footstep in the distance. Now, uh, we'll see what happens in the second in the second watch. Who's taking second? That'd be me. All right, Ori, go ahead and roll a perception check for me, please. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, rolled a 15, so that'd be a 16. 16. With your really good hearing as a minotaur, you do hear uh, a distant, very light, almost as if it was a feather, uh, footsteps in the distance that aren't really, really uh, far away, but they're far enough away that you wouldn't be able to discern whether or not they're just another group of travelers um, just camping or if they were something else. Um, but you are on alert. What you do is up to you. Uh, do I hear them getting closer or is it kind of remaining the same? It's or... remaining in rel the relatively the same area. Or he's gonna wake up Zane. Okay. Oh, gods, what what's going on? I hear something. Follow me. Okay. Also, I'm bored. Fair enough. <laughs> Follow me. And he he goes with him towards the noise. Uh, do we? I guess temp HP is gone now. Um, technically, it's during the same day, so no. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll lead him to where I heard the noises. Okay, so you lead him to the noise. Um, you approach the noise, and you don't see anything at first because this grass, mind you, okay, Zane, you're 
you're about six foot. The grass is about up to your chest. Um, you're it's like it's like wading through a cor like a cornfield, um, almost. And uh, however, Ori, you're it's like mid, like 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 middle like waist section on you. It's about five feet tall. It's about halfway up your body, and um, Zane, you can't see anything. Ori, however, you do see uh, two figures around a small little campfire far off in the distance, uh, probably about 40, 50 feet away from you. Uh, are you trying, are you doing, are you trying to stealth up on them or are you just walking up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna nudge Zane and kind of like point my hand in that direction and where I'm just gonna walk up. You're gonna, so you're just gonna walk up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, as you, uh, as you walk up, you uh, see a two smaller creatures, um, very uh, humanoid in shape. Uh, one kind of leaning back, uh, leaning back against a small little stump, uh, just relaxing. The other one um, with a uh, with a long, like what looks to be a weapon in in their hand. Um, and, uh, they're, they seem to be just, uh, enjoying the fire. Not for long. Uh, what do you want to do? What do you guys want to do? Bro, my hands together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to be fully armored right behind him. <laughs> okay. We'll see what happens. Um. Uh, do okay. I see anything else on them? Nope. Just... Just they just have a web one weapon. From what you can see, there's one weapon out, and it seems to be a some sort of sword. Um, now that being said, uh, Squirtle, Mousy, uh, I'd like you both to roll a uh, perception check for me, please. Oh shit! Oh. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, making sense. Rolled <laughs> an eight. I Aiko rolled a four and Elka rolled oh an eight. My God. You guys, oh, despite the massive size of Ori's big ass wandering through this grass field, you do not see the approaching bloodthirsty Minotaur and his fully armored compatriot stomping up behind him. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna kill you. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ori, uh, Ori goes. Advantage on that roll. You know what? Yeah, you can. I would say yes, because you, you do have... Every time me, and he big. Yes, and you also have uh, improved hearing as a herring gun, so... Fifteen? Fifteen. You do see... What you... What you... <laughs> what you don't see is full colors and shape, because it is pitch black out. The, the stars aren't out. The, it's very cloudy. And it's quite cold. <clears throat> what you, uh... What you do see, however, at the dim, small fire being lit in the flicker of the lights is this ten-foot-tall, horned thing walking towards you at a slow pace. That's all you see. Wait. 
Is Alara asleep on top of his head this entire time? Yes. Yes, she is. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I did. I did. I forgot about that. You also see. Now that you've mentioned that, you also see with a what you say fifteen. Yeah. Okay. With a fifteen, you also see a little bump just above, in between the horns, just slightly, slightly above. Uh, when, when we got word that there were people joining us, did we get any indication of what race? Absolutely we not. You just Super. you were just told a group of six will be joining you. I'm gonna take we a defensive stance. Do we know? We know about that, right? Yeah, you know. Sure. You know that you're supposed to be meeting up with with someone named Elka and and uh, Aiko. That's all you know. You don't know what they look like. The only one, actually, the only one you do know, uh, what he, what they look like is uh, is Elka being the the rabbit person, as Leon described. Okay, and we are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like get into like a defensive stance and like nudge Aiko and be like, yo, 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 wake up, like thing <laughs> okay um mousy mm. oh wait uh are you one of the two i found two yeah. two? yes okay sorry um lower high uh low <laughs> okay well <clears throat> or he's gonna take out his weapons <laughs> Oh no. And what is Ori going to do? You guys want to fight? Not particularly. As you hear just coming out of the darkness, you just see this massive fucking behemoth of a thing with horns. You just hear, you guys want to fight? I'm just going to sneak up from behind him so all you see, like, from the firelight through my helmet is my glowing red demonic eyes. Wait, oh, can I saying roll it up onto the Minotaur and grab Ilara. Uh <laughs> you certainly can try. Zane, roll an intimidation check for me. Can I roll intimidation? <laughs> Holy shit. You can also can roll, roll intimidation. In yes, this this is going to determine whether or not she can successfully get near you. I have plus six. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh that's net twenty. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Um, it's a no, dog. No, 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 no. Dark alley. Alpha is entirely up to you because technically, with a nat twenty, you are frightened. Um, yep. I'm gonna like start backing away a bit and be like, "No, I don't want to fight you." Uh, Echo, you do notice out of the corner of your eye these two beaming red dots staring at you from the other side of your campfire. What do you want to do? Squirtle? I have no clue, because I'm terrified. <laughs> okay. Name yourselves, warrior. I'm going to, like, melt my helmet off and just be like, walk up to him and be like, boom. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, in the distance. Oh my god. <clears throat> He's gonna look at um, Elka and um, what was your character's name? Aiko. 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 Yeah. He's gonna stare at them and be like, "Prepare yourself." <laughs> okay. Uh. Name so yourselves, warriors. Name yourself. 
You don't want him to do that. Lara's just gonna be like, Hi! I'm Lara! And that's, um... This is Ori and Zane! Hi! <laughs> I wakes up from her, confused. Wakes up from her dead sleep because of all the commotion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, so what you guys see, you guys see a, uh, a tiny two-foot, um, red, uh, little goblin girl, uh, with jagged teeth, long, strangly black hair, and currently she's sitting basically, like, um, uh, shoulder, like, on Ori's, like, he, she basically sits on Ori's head. Is essentially like on the nape of his neck, basically, and on top of her head is this tiny little bullfrog, uh, that's just sitting, just sitting there, slowly sleeping and just going. Spoiler: It's Thrip. Ribbit. And uh, you are currently frightened of Ori, uh, Elka. You don't know what to say to this. Small thing on your face, head. <laughs> uh, good to meet you, uh, Elara. We should be friends. Look at the little bunny lady. I like her. Well, it's not every day you see a heron gone around these parts. Do you have meat? I don't eat meat. He might. Do you have meat? No. Not on me. <sighs> Alright, draw your weapons. We can get this on that camp, big guy. First, let's get their names. I'm bored. <laughs> you wanna tussle? Your head goblin already made it clear that we're friends. Can you roll? Can you... Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you just... That's, that's pretty much what I was trying to get for. Uh. Oh. Hey, we're supposed oh. to meet people. Like, we're supposed to meet that person. He, likes... <laughs> he looks at Zane. Oh, my God. Short... I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to look there. Short shit. What's your name, tiny one? My name is Aiko. These oh. are the people we're looking for, shit. Aren't there more of you? Yeah, they're back at the camp if you want to come with. Wait, how badly do we need them? I'm pretty sure fairly <laughs> badly. <laughs> um, or... If you're bored, we can spar. No. That, I want to do... I want to kill. Oh. I'd rather That's not boring. die. We have a lark can heal you. <laughs> um, but... her, little, her little pudgy hand, she's just like, with these. <laughs> they sparkle a bit. <laughs> Edward Cullen. Like, no. <laughs> My god. Do we have a tent or anything set up in our little camp? Uh, no, you are both freeballing it out in the middle of, a, of the woods. That's why you're or in the middle of the field. That's why you kind of decided to stay within the long grass. 
was that it. It, it, being how short you two are, you can use it to block wind. You can keep the fire relatively low and no one will really see it. But And we don't have any description of who we're supposed to meet up with? Correct. You okay. All you know is that there's a group of six heading your way and you need to be, uh, you will get, you need to wait right before the, uh, for the second river crossing, uh, before you get, if you find them on, within the second or third night of their travel, uh, you will be receiving a message stating that you need to meet them, uh, meet them up in Stanford. But as of right now, all you can gather is giant minotaur man with a goblin on his head asking to fight and a what seems to be a devil spawn staring at you through some sort of weird ass armor. So we introduce ourselves. Why don't y'all introduce yourself? Hmm. You first, big man. She called me Ori. Oh, fair. She Zane. True. So what brings y'all to this neck of the field? We're looking to see who was kept by us. I gotcha. Hmm. Are you strong? I'm little. I am not strong. What do you need? You want to fight? <clears throat> Maybe. Do we need them that badly? We do. Sorry, even ask. Or he's gonna walk out, and or he's gonna walk away. <laughs> he's not getting anywhere. What do you need, need us? For forgive the tall guy. He's a bit fighty. We're supposed to be meeting some people along the road here. We're on our way to Keister. Yeah, I think that's us. Oh, joy. That makes this a lot easier, then. You can just come with me if you want. I'll lead you back to the camp. Ilara's just already fallen back asleep again. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna look for, like, an animal or something to kill. Okay. Uh, roll up my bedroll. Roll, roll a nature check for me, Ori. What's my nature? Uh, that one. Oof. You start. <laughs> you search far and wide for some sort of animal in this area that you can just mercilessly slaughter to no avail. You look for a... So How long you want to look? I'll look till the end of my watch. Okay. Yeah, you wander around aimlessly, mind you, with Alara and Froggy still on your head. Uh, and Alara, I'm going to say because of the nat one, roll a dexterity check for me, please. <laughs> I really... 17. Somehow, some way, sleeping, uh, which I'll roll a dex check for a uh, good old froggy. He gets advantage because he has he has a uh, he has suckers on his uh, on his little toes. Duckies. Um, that's a frogster. Dex are 
Wow, Frog Dex is insane. What? Plus six for frogs on Dex? Holy shit. That's a that's a twenty-two for uh, for Froggy hanging onto your head. Um yeah. So yeah, you guys are good. You you're you're just sound asleep as Ori is fumbling through the field trying to find something he can mercilessly slaughter to no avail. He's like digging through bushes, fucking looking around trees, yeah, shaking trees to see if anything comes out. Oh, he like stomps back to the camp. He kicks a few trees out of anger. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, Elka, Echo, you've now seem to have found your party that you were supposed to look for. So you guys are wandering back to the camp, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you guys wander back, uh, the third watch is about to come up. Uh, Zane, you being kind of not really tired since you didn't take the first watch, uh, but uh, you wander in. Ori, you come stumbling back. Mind you, Ori has been desperately searching for the last probably hour for something to kill and he has like he has like grass matted into his fur he has a few <laughs> sticks matted into his fur like you see a little bit of scrapes and scratches along the uh the more skin like portion of his body like to no avail and you come very defeated walking back to camp i have failed You'll get it next time, big guy. He'll, he'll crawl back in his tent. Okay. His head's gonna be sticking out. <laughs> so, mind, mind you, this tent is this is the biggest tent. It's big enough to hold your entire the entire length of your body, um, and your feet would be clearing the entrance by about three to four inches, um, but. Uh, so you're just sleeping with your head out out anyways. Yeah, he's tired. Okay, he just gives he, up. Just <laughs> just, just crawls in. Yeah, he's, he's had enough. <laughs> so, uh, second watch comes to a kind of a, a eventful end. Um, for third watch, I know Vaten is going to be there, but who else said that they take it? Uh, I did. Okay. Okay, Thaddeus, as you uh, as you wake up for your third watch, you do notice um, now. Echo, you would be joining, uh, you would be joining probably the tent with Zane, and in the tent, I don't, and this is just how I'm imagining it. So if you guys want to correct me, you can. Um, I would imagine that Zane and um, uh, Zane Thaddeus. And Beep would probably be sharing one tent. And then um, Vaten and um, probably, uh, well, I'm just trying to think here. Probably Vaten. Thaddeus. Thaddeus would probably be spending the night. Thaddeus is sleeping on the wagon. Oh, okay. All right. So, Zane, you'd have a tent all to yourself. Um, however, uh, Elka, where you would be sleeping, you'd either be sleeping in the tent with Vaten, or you'd be sleeping in, going into the same tent as Zane. It's up to you. Since both of you are kind of relatively small, you can kind of sleep anywhere. Uh, I'm good sleeping out. Uh, I have a bedroll, so I'll just throw that out near a fire and not go in a tent. Okay, and then, uh, Echo, what would you do? I prefer to sleep in the nearest tree. 
Okay. Uh, the nearest you, there is an oak tree at, at the base of the camp, so you'd be sleeping up in that. So as as uh, Zane and Ori, and I guess Alara and Froggy, an extension, uh, wander into their tents for the night. Third watch is up. Thaddeus, I'd like you to roll a perception check for me. And uh, Botan, are you going to be going around scrounging? Yep. Okay. Uh, roll a. I'm going to say roll a survival check for me. Sixteen. Yeah, you. Uh, as you're looking around. Well, I've already use that so as you're looking around you are you do manage to find a few um what they're creatures that look like like meerkats kind of like uh almost like prairie dogs if you would um you do manage to find a few of them and uh kill and capture a few of them i'd say let's say four of them um and then you also manage to scrounge up. Uh, you do run into a, like a, some few a few wild onions and um, maybe uh, we're gonna say sixteen, probably some wild onions and maybe some like wild parsley. Um, just scrounging up uh, for the seven Thaddeus um, perception. You do again notice, but ten, like the night before or the morning before at this point, uh, wander off into the bush and try to scrounge some stuff up. Um, but uh, with the seven, describe to me what you're doing as you're, uh, as, as you're sitting there around the campfire, you know, doing whatever you're doing. Well, basically what I'm doing is just kind of looking around, listening, and uh, looking up into the tree and contemplating our new friends, watching this scavenger through the woods and daydreaming um, about a life once before. Okay. Um, what you didn't notice with the seven is uh, you do notice some, you didn't know there are, however, uh, but Ted, roll a perception check for me since you are out in the bush. 20. Wow. Uh, Vaten, you noticed, clear as day, uh, looking down the path, there is a small... Heading towards where you're going, um, you do notice a what seemed to be a group of larger humanoids uh, enter into... Uh, enter crossing... Uh, crossing the... Um, I would guess probably the the river. Uh, they're heading towards cr the river crossing. Um, you notice that they they may maybe it's just a group of individuals just trying to get up early in the morning uh, to head that way, but they don't have any horses. All of them are on foot, and they're he relatively heavy and relatively large, walking towards the river. Um, okay. but as that as your watch comes to the end, uh, it comes to an end. Nothing really other than that. Uh, it really happens. Uh, you wake up. Uh, there's breakfast. I assume breakfast would be served by Zane and Vatan again. Um, if you guys want to do your your tools, you certainly can. You killed it last time. I'll let you handle it again. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just there to sous chef you. So you can roll. You, you can you can roll. Uh, you can roll the advantage because he's helping you. I actually hit the net. Helps if I actually hit the advantage button, huh? 
boom. 24. So, for this sake, um, you remember you have four prairie dog-like creatures dead, and you also have uh, wild onions and some wild parsley. What are you going to be making? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be more of a stew. Um, I'm going to keep a small chunk of prairie dog intact for the big guy. Okay. Um, and I'll just cook that kind of separately. Um, but yeah, just kind of simple, simple stew, a little bit of oats from, uh, the supplies, a little bit of, uh, um, the wild onion and, uh, um, the meat kind of spread out as best I can for such a large party. Okay. Um, with the 24, you guys get another five. Uh, if you haven't marked it off, you get everybody in. Now, anybody who ate the food for breakfast gets uh, five temporary hit points. Um, does not stack from the one before. Damn. Was there a vegetarian option in that? Uh, well, we could just... We do have bread. I would... I, I mean, I would say you would have mentioned that as as they are cooking, so that's up to them if they were going to make it for you. I'd say we would have. Yeah, if it was mentioned, I definitely would have. Right. I would have looked very confused doing it, but I would have done it anyway. <laughs> I could have. I could have handled that part while you were doing the beats and whatnot. All right. So describe what you made there, Zane. Uh, for Elka. Yeah. I'm gonna take some of that parsley and wild onion. Mix it with a couple of the other vegetables we might have on hand. Do a little bit more of like a vegetarian stew. Okay. Portion for her. Well, there you go. Uh, yep. So uh, with the twenty-four, everyone marked five temporary hit points on their character sheet for the day. Again, does not stack. And I would say, um, Elka, Aiko, what what would be? You guys have been on foot since you've left. Uh, what would be your preferred? mode of transportation would you continue walking or would you hop on the uh the wagon i would absolutely hop on the wagon okay literally hop yes rabbit puns love it thank you uh mm -hmm. and echo uh echo would prefer to walk okay so you're just you're you're just walking along uh the carriage at a pretty slow pace as you guys uh as you guys come up to the river crossing now, just for the sake of this river crossing right here, um, you would uh, notice that there is no bridge. However, there is a section that it seems well-traveled that it, where the river is shallow and you could get a wagon through it, but it, it would be rough to get through on foot. You'd have get to wait through. Go. I'm just going to look at Icon and be like, you, you're getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, may I offer a suggestion? Sure. Put the, put the, a large gentleman and his gear to the downriver side, next to the cart. That way that will help support the cart from any water pushing against it. Sure. That's smart. Do that. It's up to Ori if he wants to do that, but yeah. If you would, sir. Yeah. Okay. 
begrudgingly takes orders from a uh, from an elven man. <laughs> you liked when you called him sir. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> okay. Never called me that before. <laughs> manners, sir. Manners. I'm sorry. Canadian too. All right, let's go. Or he's just gonna end up being like the biggest marshmallow by the end of this. Oh, <laughs> uh, you watch this wait. All right, so you guys, uh, for the sake of this, um, I'm going to say I'm gonna roll. There's gonna be a combined rolls. Awara, I need you to, since you're still steering, I assume. Yeah. Roll an animal handling check, and I'm going to roll. Oh. oh no! We're gonna see oh, if the two. Oh, we're gonna see no. if the two strength checks of these beasts will help. Um, it better. Okay, Votan, gotcha. Good luck, everyone else in the wagon. Right. So this is for Ori's creature. That's a three. Now Ori, roll an animal handling check for me, just to see if. For, for my sake. Okay. Pray for me. No! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no. Did you not one? I got one. Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Well. And a 12 for the... Well, well sorry. Time out. With the with these specific specifically your cow, it's a plus twelve to strength. So it's a fifteen, technically. But with your nat one animal handling, you fall off. Um, and with the nat one animal handling from Alara, with the uh plus ten to the strength of the creature, uh that's 22, so it makes it across just fine. However, Alara, make a dexterity saving throw for me, and uh, uh, Ori, um, you just fall off. <laughs> okay. Oh. Seven. Ooh. You, so how this is going to happen is that, Zane, you're going to be tinkering with whatever you're tinkering for the day. Not tinkering right now. Uh, you, you, put it, you put it away. And you not paying attention, you feel a jolt from the from the cow pulling the wagon, and you see tiny little Alara go almost whenever. Remember anybody when they're a kid riding the bus, the, the bus, and they're sitting in the back, and you like the bus driver go down the hill, yep. and it would like launch them. Yeah. This is what. So when Alara let's go of the reins just for a second slips out of her hand because maybe we'll see the water got up and, and slipped out as she lets go having no connection to the wagon other than her butt and weighing so little as the as the cow pulls forward and jerks forward alara shoots up out of her seat and goes flying backwards through the through through the back of the um through the back of the wagon like through the canvas. Uh, I, I just I'm I gonna... toad scream. I just toad scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ori, you fall off, but as you fall off, uh, I'm gonna say just for the sake of shits and giggles. Um, okay. You take 
five points of bludgeoning damage as you fall off your steed. And your steed, rolling a 15, um, continues to move along with a cart. Uh, however, when you fall in, it's, being how large you are, it, it, it's literally like sitting in a kiddie pool. <laughs> and you are able to stand up, bruised ego, and you're able to walk, wade through the water just fine. However, Alara, as you're coming through the back of the wagon, everybody sees you coming through the back of the wagon. The, what seems like the mascot of the group, who also likes to steer the cart, uh, I'm going to say, as she's come flying through, like full-blown, like, just mass mass exodus from the cart. Uh, does anyone want to tr anybody see this and anybody want to try to grab her? Uh, yeah, if we try to grab her, it, what is it? Is it an acrobatics? I would say it ha definitely has to be an athletics check. Okay. Because it's literally like a red blur zipping past be, you. I'm going to be busy getting the reins under control. Yeah, Zane, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even been able, like, she's just gone. Would I, can I use sleight of hand? No, you would have it would have to be athletics, it's in order to grab her. I will, I will, I'll try. I'll attempt. I'm just a baby. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> as you go to reach, you just see this blur, and you have the second sense because you hear the scream, and you go to reach and grab her, and she's just two, even no. worse, <laughs> goes flying I got a out. Sixteen. A sixteen. Alara, uh, as you go flying out the back of the cart, uh, you land in a pool of water that is above your head. You, you, <laughs> you take, because of terminal velocity. <laughs> oh, God. You got five temp hit points. It's okay. Terminal velocity going standard speed and but with a jerk you take where are my d6s oh lord move candle there they are 66 worth of damage what the fool i terminal velocity man's a bitch I, i'm only following 5b rules uh let's see here that's um 11 12 you go. You got lucky. That's uh, 17 points of bludgeoning damage as you go flying out the back of the cart. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you took 12 of your actual hit points and the temp are gone. Yeah. Your temp hit points are gone and you take 12, technically 12 points of total damage. Uh, Ori, you do see your little buddy come flying out the back of the cart. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna attempt to help her, but I know I know yeah, I'll, Va go, I'll go pick her up. I know Vaten tried to jump out. I'm just yeah, limp just... as fuck when you pick me up to put me <laughs> on your head. It's like a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> I pick I I like I like pick her up by her hand with like two fingers, like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been humiliated. I'm in pain. <laughs> Heal yourself. Can I heal myself? Oh, you can absolutely yeah. use cure wounds on yourself, yeah. Fuck yeah, I want to cure my wound. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, where's Froggy? Oh god, yo, what happened to Froggy? <laughs> I rolled for it. 
Uh, oh. I rolled the oh, dex. Yeah, right. I, I rolled a dex check for him. <laughs> and uh, Froggy, uh, as he with his animal senses realize he is about to get yeeted out of existence, uh, hopped off your head and into Zane's lap. <laughs> so currently, Zane, you have a little Froggy in your in your lap, but you just watched uh, a little goblin girl get yeeted and deleted almost out of the back of your moving wagon. With my two roll, did I notice anything? No, you oh. you, you just, with that two, all you saw was just this red blur go uh, right past your face. You didn't even have a chance to grab her. Okay. 13, so... is that you just healed all, all of your damage, luckily. <laughs> but that could have what is your total HP by the way uh without the five we have it's yeah. just 25 oh shit so uh that, yeah you no that's it was, it was technically 30 because we still have the five temporary don't we? technically 30 but if you didn't well you got rid of the five temporary with that if yeah. i the five temporary absorbed five of the 17 points of damage that would have brought you down to eight hp in one in one go yeah i was um i almost met god <laughs> i literally as as you failed i was I, this is my thought process i was like this is only this is only episode two we can't have a death yet <laughs> would be me i mean the chicken almost got me in the first fucking step <laughs> that is true <laughs> that is true a bird <laughs> thank god you're not level one anywho so after this traumatic event uh alara do you still want to keep steering the steering the thing Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> all right, you with with all the bravery and the and the brashness in the world you hop back up on your on your throne of lies. Remember, she's not very intelligent. <laughs> and you Upon continue. Knowing what just happened, I'm gonna take the rope of climbing I made the other day, fasten it behind me to the wagon, and fasten it to her. So this... going anywhere. Lara has like the, like a monkey backpack, like basically the equivalent of a monkey backpack. You give her essentially a very tiny child seat. Yep, I, mean, I just strapped her down to I the front of the wagon. <laughs> I have a child. I seen this. I'm going to quickly draw it out on a sketch pad and start to type up a. Uh, um... Jesus Christ! You're gonna what? What's typing? Writing. <laughs> Writing. I said I gotta pull out pull out my iPad and I'm my gonna. Type. <laughs> my gentleman has brought a typewriter with him into the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh man, my or his earpods fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Not the earpods. <laughs> With the horn extension too. <laughs> but those cost two hundred dollars. What are dollars? Um. Okay. Anywho, so you guys, after that kind of traumatic event, you guys hop back up in the wagon. Uh, bruised ego for Ori, almost death for Alara. Um. And you continue on your journey. You make it to pretty much halfway there where we come to uh, close to nightfall. I would like, um, well, there's now eight of you. Where are my, where are my D8s? 
I can use those now. There's one. Um, Aiko, can you please make a survival check for me, please? Seventeen. Yeah, you find a nice little clearing next to a few trees that seems to be uh, short, shorter grass, maybe more well-maintained because of the road being a little bit traveled. Um, but you guys find a nice place for, uh, for a nap. And uh, we come closer to the evening as everyone's setting up for dinner. Um, I would like... I'm going to say, who would it be Vaten making dinner as well? I would yeah, assume. Unless I would... somebody, like, forcibly pushes him out, Vaten's going to, like, just kind of automatically take over cooking duties. Okay. And I will continually help because my guy likes to cook, so. Okay. So, everyone else is kind of just, uh... Um... That Thaddeus, yes, you would you would probably know how to utilize them using that uh, that alchemy book. Um, that being said, uh, I'm gonna say you know we're gonna say Zane. Roll a uh, roll perception check for me, please. Perception, huh? Ten. So, um, as you guys are setting up camp, you get the tents up. Uh, Vaten is making dinner and Zane is kind of around helping when he can um, with the ten Zane you notice uh, movement uh, across the road from you can I make out what it is with the ten no you just see movement I'm just gonna throw my helmet on quick tap Vaten and be like something's close Okay. Um, who would be closest to the road? Uh, actually, you know, who would be, better question, who would be sitting on the wagon still? I'm sleeping I'm in the wagon. So. Okay, I want Elka and I'll probably still be in the wagon. I want Elka and I want Thaddeus to roll a perception check for me. Twelve. Twelve, okay. Perception? Yes. Persuasion. Where's perception? Nineteen. A seventeen. Twelve and a seventeen. Okay, you notice the movement as well. However, Thaddeus, you're sitting up closer to the front of the wagon. And you're sitting... I'm going to say you're sitting up in the bench uh, area as of right now. And... Uh, you look out over the field and you notice the top of what seems to be a very fairly large humanoid's head crouched down. And when you look a little closer, you notice there's more of them and more of them, probably three, four more could be even more than that. Um, with a 19, you're able to gauge that they are very clearly attempting to, well, sneak up on you. Oh, yeah, they rolled like shit. Um, uh, that was a two. So you're able to you're able to notice them. You want to? It's up to you. What do you want to do? 
Bobby, we have a we have visitors. A good kind. There's of just a like kind. a guy. I'm gonna look over at Ori and be like, oh, "I heard you finally." Wanted... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna draw my short bow and um, notch an arrow. Okay. And at, weapons out. as as you as you say, guys, we have some uh, we have some company. They heard that, so they're gonna you're gonna hear Thaddeus. Ugh. Plans ruined, boys. Let's get them anyways. And you're gonna see six large men, probably six to six foot to within the six foot to six foot six range and one of them being particularly larger closer to the seven foot range uh they're large wearing leather um they're uh one has the largest one has like a top knot brown hair and these really long tusks coming out of his bottom jaw they're these are orcs coming out weapons drawn I would like everybody to roll initiative, please. I don't know, mine's in like point one six, but like yeah. <laughs> Jesus, okay. I got a ten. Oh, I learned what the decimal points are. It's to help break ties. And it's your uh, okay. it's your dexterity score um, to break any ties. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Probably be about there since I heard them earlier. Uh, oh, I need to drag my thing out. If you guys could drag your guys out onto the field, that'd be great. I'll do it if you can't. I just want to point out that Alara rolled a nat one initiative. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be pretty close to. I'd be like right. Yeah. So. I'll be like. <laughs> Magic missile. <laughs> Or he's fucking pumped. Alright. <laughs> or he's just like, fucking finally, man! <laughs> I'm so bored. Alright, so... Let me pull up... Where is the initiative thing in roll 20 again? Uh, In the upper left. There you go. You got yeah. it. Okay, for some reason, me hitting add turn didn't add turns. Oh, there it is. It just was being stupid. Alright, so I guess we're having... Alright, yeah, that's fine. We can do that. Um, so, if for some reason it didn't auto and put in... Um, uh, so, for Ico, is a 16. Uh, is a 3, but it's an at 1, so she goes last regardless. Uh, Thaddeus is a 21. Great. Uh, Zany Boy is a 9. Elk has a 10. Let's see. 
Winky for good old butt 10. Beep is a 14. And then these boys need to roll initiative. So they have three separate group attacks. Uh, one, okay, so it's 10 plus 2 for the first group of orcs. And then, oof, uh, that's a 7 for the uh, second group of orcs. And for the war chief, natural 20. Oh, Game up. So that's a that's a twenty three, which means he will be the first to die. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so twenty three. <clears throat> Thaddeus goes second. Vatan goes third. And I believe it's Ori. Yeah, the, Ori. Echo. Uh, beep. Echo goes before beep. Uh, there. Miss Egg goes last. All right, there we go. All right, so uh, let's see here. Yeah, this is fine music. Um, so as he says, "All right, boys, let's get him." Uh, the largest one of the group is going to step out I need to grab his character sheet um, and he's going to what's his movement he's going to move yeah he can just get into range of Ori and he's going to take a swing at Ori with his great axe. So. Uh, I assume a 10 does not hit. Nope. So as he goes to swing down with both hands, he swings down and uh, he kind of, and he straight up just whiffs and swings to the side. He's going to go up for another attack, though, with his uh, backhanding his great axe. Oh, I don't know if anybody. I don't know if you guys can see the uh, the the dice. That almost hit a twenty. Uh, fourteen to hit. No. All right. So another whiff. This time you block it with. Uh, well, what what do you have equipped? Do you have your great your great swords or your great axe in your hand? I have my great axe and a great sword. Okay, so you block it with a great axe away, and he's like, <clears throat> "You're a tough one, big guy." Boys, let's get them! And these guys are going to hang back because it's not their turn yet. Uh, Thaddeus, it's your turn. Um, I, with my um, bow, short bow. Okay. Um, do I have a shot at the one that is attacking our big guy? Um, With Alara, probably... Well, where is Alara? That's my question. Would Alara be on, on, her, on his head or, like, be standing next to him? I'd probably see her down. Okay, you'd be able to with that angle. You'd be able to shoot over Alara's head since since she's so tiny. Okay, then I am going to make an attack with my short bow. Okay, roll for an attack. 
I don't know. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, first one worked. 21, <laughs> yeah, 21 hits. Roll for damage. Uh, okay, it's 1d6 plus 4. Can somebody roll that for me, please? You got it, buddy. That's, uh, 5 damage. 5 plus damage. Four, per four piercing. Yeah, total. 5 total damage. 5 total damage, okay. Uh, yeah, so he, uh... Yep, so first, first arrow... Uh, hits him and barely barely sticks into his shoulder and then he kind of like looks at you grins and like rips the arrow out of his uh of his armor so he, th he throws the arrow to the side um i don't know okay i also have cunning action i'm not is that which means you can you, which means you can attack again i believe okay so can um... i use Right? That's how, that's how that works? Oh, can, no, he can hide, disengage, dash. Okay. So, yeah, you that's could... a bonus action. Yeah, you can bonus yeah. action, hide, or dash, or disengage. Okay, I'm going to uh, move forward. Uh, and draw my rapier. Okay. Why is it not letting me... Yeah, right where I am. I'm trying to get one block forward. There we go. Why is it not? Where are you trying to go? One in front of me. There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this doesn't have a mouth, so. Right, I gotcha. Alright, so I believe that's your turn then. Um, Vaten, um, it would be your turn next. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to go ahead and crap. I don't want to move my mouse away. I can just put that there. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and take one, two, three, four, a couple steps forward. Oops. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and cast spike growth right here. Um, oh, in front of, in front of the other orcs. Okay. Yeah, basically trying to okay. make them a little uh, scatter a little bit here. So it's a 20-foot radius, so for the sake of... It's a circle, right? Yeah. Okay, so 20-foot radius basically. centered on that. So it's... Uh, that would actually technically be... 20-foot... I measured it out. Um, would be one because well, it's a range of 150 feet, so you could literally cast it right on top of them if you wanted. I want it um, here because I want to make him go through it or around it. So, it um, and I don't want to hit any allies, basically. Okay, well, each square is five feet, so yeah. So if you're trying to put it here, which uh, I won't use that, that means it would be one, two, three, four. So where? literally be like rounds about there 20 feet in radius yeah so um so let be this guy this guy and okay so i need them to make a what is it dexterity saving throw or is it a wisdom um, they when a it creature doesn't... moves into or within the area, they just take damage for every five feet they travel. Okay, um, so if they don't they... If they don't move, then they don't. Okay. 
Correct. And they also, um, they also recognize, because I didn't try to um, hide it, basically, they recognize that it is hazardous. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think that'll be, uh, that'll be my go. Okay. Uh, now we have Ori. Uh, <clears throat> he's going to make an attack roll with his great axe on the guy in front of him. Okay. Roll, roll for an attack. Uh, 16 plus 6, 22. Yeah, definitely hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. Yeah. Now, is this with your great axe or this is this with your sword? A great axe. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Uh, that is... Uh, 27 damage. Holy shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, you cut into this dude, and you see, as you cut in, it does cut into his body across his chest, but you see sparks fly as it, as it rips into his chainmail. Yeah, I rolled a 12 and 11. Oh, <laughs> goddamn, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, gonna axe and surge and hit him again with it. Okay. Ooh, 19. 19 hits. Also a crit. Mm, if it's a nat nineteen, it's a crit. It is a nat nineteen. Oh, I thought I thought you rolled a. Okay. Oh, sorry, I should have said I should have said nat nineteen. Okay. Yeah, crit away. Jesus. Uh, twelve and ten. Jesus Christ! So you can either uh, double that amount or roll two more times. I'll double it. Okay. So it's 22 plus... Do I add my modifier with the action surge? Mm, I don't believe so, no. Since it's a bonus attack. So it's just straight damage. Well, I, I think it qualifies as an action when you action... Let me, let me double check. Yeah, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, I think action surge is that you get a second action. Okay, well then yeah, you would, you would include your... Uh, you would include your bonus on top of the 44. Okay, so that's 44 plus 4, 48. 48 points of damage, and that's, jeez, son of a bitch. Uh, okay. He, uh, as you cut into him again, he's like, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> he's starting to look a little bit labored at breathing. Uh, is that, I believe that's your turn. Uh, I have a bonus action I can use. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, before he attacks you, he's going to be like, Wow, you're still up. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, that's a 17. 17 just hits. Okay. This is going to be with a great sword. Okay. Should be sick. Dual wielding great weapons, Master. Jesus Christ. Why did I allow this to happen? <laughs> Two fives, ten damage. Okay. I think it's a flat ten. No modifier. Yeah, just ten damage. Okay. He, you cut into him again. He's like, <laughs> he's still alive, but he's he's hurt. He's real hurt. And he just kind of grins at you, blood dripping down from his chest. Hmm. 
And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Ico. It is your turn. Or Ico, sorry. Let, let's see. How far am I able to move? Uh, you are a gnome, so 25. Five squares worth, Squirtle. Five squares okay. worth, yeah. I think since I'm a ranger, I'm going to stay up in the tree, and I'm going to use my bow and shoot some arrows at the one, at the orc in front of uh, Ori. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. So that would be your um, roll d20 plus your dexterity modifier. Not one, nah. Uh, oh no, sorry, it's a six, right? Yeah, it's a six. Never mind. I thought that was six. a six plus your dex modifier. So I just hit my dex. No, no, no. Was what, what is the what is the big number on your dex? The big number is sixteen. Okay, what's the one underneath that? Oh Above no, the bi the big number is three. The then the oh, next one. Okay. Nine. Nine misses. So you you fling an arrow and it flies over the orc's head and lands uh, harmlessly on the other side of him. Oh, crap. So I believe that is your turn. Yep. Um, beep. It is now your turn. I am going to move up to here. Okay. And then... I am going to use Dissonant Whispers on the Orc. Dissonant Whispers, okay. Uh, is that a Wisdom Saving Throw? Uh, let me check. Here. It is... Or is it... A uh, Wisdom Saving Throw. Yeah. Wisdom Saving Throw, okay. What is his Wisdom? Okay, just flat. Alright, so let's roll d20. Cool. All right. There it is. All right. Okay. Uh, since he since he had a critical failure, it's double damage if it if there is damage. I think uh. I think the twelve that shows under it is the damage that was done because it's psychic damage. So just times that by two, so twenty four. And, um, he will move away from me. Uh, no, he won't. Describe to me how how uh, how you want to kill him. Oh. In <laughs> his mind, he hears a cluttering, like a locust swarm, coming closer and closer. Just beep 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 beep. <laughs> just constantly <laughs> coming in. That's awesome. And and it, and it's just like it starts like a beep 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 beep, and it's just instant plops down on the floor dead let everyone around can hear a very soft beep exit from his ears okay as if ori alara and thaddeus and i guess vaten would see this as well uh as a uh as if um a thread snapped in his brain you just watch the orc that you've cut in half just go like <clears throat> 
Whoop. And then fall dead. In front of your eyes. Oh, dude, dude. <laughs> and he is uh he is he is now dead. So uh <laughs> um took care of him fairly fast. Okay. Uh so if that's is that your turn? Beep. Uh yeah. Okay. So uh now it's uh this guy's turn and this guy's turn. Um it's uh two is it two D eight or two D four? 2d4s if they're moving through it. The, 2d4s yeah. per space if they're moving through it. What if he's moving he, away from it? If he's moving away from it, I would I would rule that he's out of it right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll use your judgment on that one. Would um, the other orcs be intimidated by the fact that their chieftain just died? Um, I would say that they saw that their chieftain just fell to the ground dead. Um, but they're orcs, so okay. they're, they have, literally, they have what's called the aggressive feat, which means that they will, uh, they will continue to fight on and move at, move, move at aggressive speeds towards any creature that, 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 that can see it. So the answer to that is normally yes, but this time, no. Um, okay. So this one is going to. Um, as a bonus action, the orc can move up to its speed toward a hostile creature that it can see. Okay. So it's going to step out of that, seeing it. It's going to... So it's double its... Okay, I didn't realize that. One, so one, two, three, four, five, six. He's going to... This one's going to run up to Thaddeus. This one's going to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, run up to Ori, standing above his dead chieftain, and try. Both of them are going to make attacks on you. Um, for the one on Thaddeus, this one's going to make swing at it with his great axe. Nat twenty. God. Uh. So that's uh. Okay. So that is one D twelve plus three. Now roll damage on my own dice. That's eight plus three, so that's nine points of damage on you. Uh, times two, so that's uh, eighteen points of damage. Thaddeus. Ah, uh, that hurt. Um. Okay. You have your ten five at least. Yeah, remember, you do still have five temporary hit points. Uh, next one is going to swing with his... Oh, sorry. I actually did not mean to ignore that roll. Uh, he is going to take out a javelin and attempt to stab at Ori. That's a 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. Um, 1d6, okay. That's uh, four plus, that's uh, seven points of damage on Ori. Um, and then they're going to. That is their turn. So Elka, it's now your turn. Right. Uh, basically, when she saw that one orc die, that chieftain, she's gonna pull out her rapiers and be like, "Save some for me," 
and <laughs> hop uh, out of the carriage. Okay. Three. I'm gonna go right here and attack this guy uh, with both of my rapiers. Okay. Uh, roll for roll for an attack. Uh, I got a. 21. 21 eight. hits. 21 hits. The 8 does not. Okay. Uh, and that is... This one? No. Where the fuck's my... There it is. Crap. Uh, 8 damage. 8 damage. You, uh... You stab into him. And he... he it staggers him just a little bit, but he just kind of looks at you and, and like, uh, I'd already cutting, really cutting hard into Thaddeus. He like looks at, uh, looks at you and just kind of like nods in approval. Hmm. Um, That's cool. Uh, is that your turn? Uh, I think so. Yes. Okay. Uh, Zane, it is finally your turn, my friend. Finally, <laughs> I'm going to yolo up right between the midst of these two, and I'm gonna swing at that one with my thunder gauntlets. Okay, uh, it is technically uh, very much flanked now, with Elka Good. being on that side. So you roll with advantage. Oh sweet! I'm okay with that. Let's see what happens. Boop. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. Roll for damage. Uh, I don't know where my D8 ran off to still. D8. That sucks. Um, Five damage. And if he attacks anybody but me, he has disadvantage next turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, five damage. Uh, as you punch into this guy, it like... Like literally, Elka Thaddeus. Well, Thaddeus, granted, you're kind of laboring because you just got a massive hit. Um, but Elka, you see this. Uh, you see this orc just start to shake violently as Zane's punch just kind of zaps the shit out of him. Um, okay, is that your turn? Yep. Okay, it is now this group of orcs' turns. Uh. I'd say, Vaten, go and roll 2d4 for this one. And roll 2d4 for this one. Alrighty. Four and six. Okay, cool. All right, so this one, seeing its friends rush up, seeing that Cad's captain died, this one right here is actually going to attempt to run away. I I I I rolled a so just so you guys are aware, I rolled a uh a d20 for all of these guys to see whether or not they're frightened. Uh this guy, the only way they could run away is if they rolled a 5 or lower. This guy rolled a 2. These guys rolled above it and the guys that are clear the one those the ones that are attacking. Uh, so this guy is like Fuck this shit! Just getting, just getting cut into by your spell is is going to flee, and he's gonna he, he's going to run away. 
and he is gone. And these guys, seeing their friend run away, are going to be like, what the fuck? And this one, so that one took four points. Okay, just so I, I know. Um, he's going to... He, so if they if they saw it being cast and they're in the range of it, they, they know where it is? Uh, if they saw it being cast, they oh. know where it is, yes. Okay, so this one, non-aggressive, is going to move it's 30 feet around which that's right there and this one non-aggressive because it's trying to uh it knows where it is but it, he's trying he's trying to still avoid it it is going to move up next to him and this one is going to look at you see that you're the one that casts that spell and attempt to throw his javelin at you, which that's uh, within range, so I don't have to roll with disadvantage. Bring it. <laughs> Probably not. Nope. <laughs> you just you see this massive wooden pole come flying over your head and hit the hit near the tent stakes behind you. Uh, you feel the wind come off your face. It is quite a large javelin. This one, uh, this one is going to do the same. However. Uh, that one. 19 hit? Uh, that hits, yep. Okay, uh, that's, uh, okay, well. It's, a uh, 1d6. That's cocked. That's, a uh, 6 points of piercing damage as you get, as you catch a javelin right in the leg. Alrighty. Boom. Oh, it doesn't come off the token, too. Um... Gotcha. I take a whole one point of actual damage. Yeah. Um, can I can I quip and uh, retort? <laughs> if you want. These belong to Vatan now. <laughs> they kind of laugh at you because all they all they hear you say these belong to Vatan now, and they're like, "Yeah, we just I just threw that in your fucking leg, buddy." But uh, okay, that's their turn. Alara, would you like to? Would you like to go? Yeah, uh, I want to uh, climb up on top of Ori's head and take my club and bonk that fellow right in the forehead. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, you know, you're. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, bonk. You 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 bonk him real good. Um. Go ahead and roll for damage. Now oh, that's wait, shit. yeah. I'm gonna have to do it here. Hold on. One d four plus two. Six points of damage. Nice. So, the visual of of this, uh, you crawl up Ori like a spider monkey. Club in hand, jump up, and then just. As hard as you can, swing down onto the top of the head of this, uh, this orc. It's like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Yeah. And he's just, he looks up at you very confused. And also slightly dazed, because he just got bonked on the head. Uh, if, I believe that's your turn. Yeah. So, top of the order, Thaddeus. Um, Thaddeus is going to attack this guy in front of him with his rapier. Uh... And 
20. 20 definitely hits. Uh, 1d8 plus 4, if somebody could roll for me. Mm-hmm. I got you, Todd. It's, uh, 7 points of damage. 7 points of damage. Uh, as you stab into that one, it fall. its body falls limp to the ground, dead. So that one's dead. And I am going to disengage... Well, you don't have to now. The guy next to you is dead. Yep. You can just... You, you can... You still have movement. Like, you're... Well, I'm hurt. <laughs> right. So you can back up. Like, you're... You can you can back up without, without any issue. Okay. So. Alright. Uh, if that's your turn, then it's Vaten's turn again. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and drop concentration on the uh, spike growth. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to do one of two things. Uh, oh, heck with it. You see the spike growth slowly dissipate from the field. And I'm going to go ahead and chuck an ice knife at the front one here. All right, roll for, uh, roll for an attack. It's within 30 feet, so you don't have to roll with disadvantage. Uh, eight... That's a spell attack. Oh, it's a spell attack, right, my bad. Uh, 18. Uh, yeah, 18 definitely hits. Alrighty. And then I think they need a, um, 14, a DC 14 dexterity save, I believe. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, both of them. Oh, so both of them. All right. Uh, let's see here. Do they, they don't have saves, do they? Oh, they do. It's plus one. Okay. So there's first one. That's a 18 for the first one. So he makes it. He doesn't take any cold damage. Okay. And second one, that is a 11. So he does take cold damage. Does. So that's um, a... So the first... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so this guy takes four piercing and this guy takes eight cold. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Assuming that's the one that, assuming that's the one that failed the DC. Yeah. This the, uh... this one failed. This one. This one succeeded. So. Yep. So that is exactly how it goes. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, nice. So. Um, and then, I'm just gonna take one step over here to kind of put a little bit of buffer space, because um, I have a feeling that I'm going to be the brunt of the bear the brunt of this next. Uh, charge here okay cool 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 so um that is your turn ori i'm gonna uh, take a swing with a <clears throat> great axe at this guy roll for an attack um is this flanking or should i stand here um technically not flanking if you want to stand there yeah you could you could totally get to where zane is on the other side of him so you'd be I able to roll from here roll with advantage yeah Ooh, uh, nat 19. That's a, that's a crit. I love champions. Dude, it's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Gotta roll. Uh, 34 damage. <laughs> uh, as you swing across the, the cross of his head, you send his head flying, lobbing like a baseball across the field. He is dead. 
Uh, oh, I gotta think of something cool to say. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, what is there? Before I swing, I want to look at him. I want to say, uh, there's nothing after this. And I cut his head off. And before he has an, even has a chance to, uh, to, to quit back, he send his head flying across the field. He is dead. Right. And I'm going to... Five, ten. I'm going to stand right here and I'm going to attack. Oh my god, that's right. You have a ten for... <laughs> I thought about that. Well, I, have, I have 15 feet. 15 feet okay, of reach, would, yeah. Would this, would this be fine here or would it have to be here? Uh, You would have to be right there, yeah. Because he's 15 feet away right there. Man, I'm going to hit him with my gray sword. That's so stupid. But it makes so much sense. I hate it. 18. 18 hits. Or I roll it. 18. Yeah. Uh, and 2d6. That is 8 points of damage. He is uh, still shockingly alive as you cut into him with your giant fucking sword from that far away. <laughs> he looks very bewildered by the fact that you're able to cut him from that far. Him thinking that he... Uh, that he is that that he's safe. He sees you rushing up, and he kind of smiles. He's like, "Ha, ah, this is fine." And uh, yeah, no, you cut across. Like a dog on fire. Like <laughs> the dog, with the dog in the house on fire. Yeah, because it's fine. But he's he's still alive. Fifteen foot reach. That's... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. That's my turn. Okay, uh, Iko. Aiko, I have to get used to it. Uh, what would you like to do? I think I'm going to do the same thing and use my bow and attack uh, the one on the right. Uh, just so you know how you mark is you click, you hold left click on where you want to go. Okay, when you, yeah, when you have the uh, select tool selected yeah. in the upper left. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to use my bow and attack this guy roll for an attack two three four five. Oh yeah you got sharpshooter anyways so yeah god damn it three plus three it's a six so yeah that does not hit again it's like you gotta gotta re-notch your bow or something because the last two you've sent have just gone really wild far over their heads and like mind you you're hidden right now uh, yeah. So it's kind of like you're shooting, and like they're just, they, everyone who's witnessing this just sees arrows flying out of the tree. <laughs> but that misses, unfortunately. Um, beep! It is now your turn, unless uh, you want to move out of the the tree, Echo. No, I'm I'm gonna stay. Okay. All right, beep. Uh. Ori, how's your health? Like, HP? Uh, I have 26 out of 33. Okay. Hmm. I am going to move up to here. And I'm going to perform Dissonant Whispers on the front orc. <laughs> okay. It's a 14, uh, 14 wisdom save, yeah? Uh, yeah. Nat natural 20. Well then, hold on one moment. Does he take half damage or does he uh, does he take no damage? Dissonant whispers. 
Takes half damage and does not have to move away. Okay, go ahead and roll. So you'll take six. Six points of damage, okay. Um, similar with the chieftain, you he hears... Beep, beep. And you just, uh, or you just see blood come out of his ears, and he like falls dead on the ground. He is, he is now dead. He looks at his weapons in his hand. He's just like, oh, well, I am mighty. <laughs> okay. Um. Alrighty. Uh if that is that your turn, Beep? Yeah. Alright, Elka, it's your turn. Uh it, Okay, so I would like to run straight up and jump onto uh <laughs> Ori's head or on onto his shoulders so that I can pull out my crossbow and shoot this guy. Alright, technically Alara is sitting on top of his head right now. Okay, I wasn't sure because just removed me over there. So. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, survived. Listen, I survived getting thrown out of a Conestoga wagon. Just <laughs> <me> <laughs> on his head, and I can stand <laughs> on his shoulders. Just fling me, ma'am. <laughs> fling you. Don't hurt the baby. <laughs> Eat the baby. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, totally can. And I'd say your dex is high enough that you'd be able to just do it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pull out my light crossbow. And aim at this guy's face. Roll for an attack. Uh, 12. That's... 12 misses, unfortunately. Dang it. He sees you. He, he witnesses his friend's ears, like spew with blood and his brain pops and as he looks at that he's already kind of frozen because of the uh the ice knife but he does notice you hopping up onto the massive behemoth of a man um and shooting at him he's just able to kind of duck out of the way okay i would like to use my action surge go for it to then jump off of ori which would give me my 30 feet movement speed but then use my rabbit hop okay to jump the next 10 and stab him with my rapier go for it all right i have a 13 and an 18 both it cool roll for dangage We have damage. I'm sorry, how much? 20. 20 damage. Stealing a line from Matt Mercer. How do you want to do this? Uh, I basically... I mean, he's pretty tall, so can I just, like, shove both of them straight through his junk? Oh, you absolutely can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're short enough. He's, he's, like, six and a half feet, man. Yeah, you absolutely can. <laughs> So, you shove your swords in, and he looks at you, he's like, <laughs> tiny one. 
you just missed your crossbow shot and you just go <laughs> okay stab right and he's like <laughs> flop down on the on the ground <laughs> good job <laughs> and uh that is we are out of combat you did it, Gary. Good job. Or going to yank a tusk out of the one he killed. Okay, easy enough. You don't have to roll for it. I think I'm pretty sure I'm standing on top of the chieftain's dead body right now. I'll search him for anything good. Okay, roll, uh, roll an mm. investigation check for me. 16. Yeah, you find a small little coin purse. Uh, five gold, two silver, and 13 copper is in it. Um, you also find on his waist uh, two daggers. And he does have a javelin on his back, and he has a great axe in his hand. Do you have anything like little rocks or anything? Um, No, he just he has the two daggers, a uh, uh, javelin on his back, and great axe, and then the coin purse. I'll take the coins. We'll leave the rest. To be scavenged, probably by Ori. Souvenirs. Souvenirs. I'll, uh, I'll search the guy I killed, I guess. Okay, yeah. We're in Runs about, yeah. Roll investigation. Well, are you searching the same the chieftain, or are you searching the other guy? The other guy. Okay, roll investigation. Uh, 17. 17. You too find a small coin purse, except this one is significantly more empty. Uh, this only has about three copper in it. He's broke. He is broke. <laughs> Most of these guys are broke, yes. I'm going to say... The, go ahead, Todd. Is the one who I, like, killed with my rapier, uh, is that body still accessible, or is somebody else looting it? No, it's still accessible. I'm going to say for accessibility, for easement's sake, and the fact of what time it is, um, I'm going to say after doing some digging around and, uh, uh, you guys find on the other, uh, three orcs, uh, three gold, 15 silver and 25 copper that uh, you can either keep as a community chest, or if you want to split that up somehow, you certainly can. Um, the bodies are there each one except for the two that threw the javelins uh each one does have a javelin on its back and a great axe just a standard great axe most of them rusted uh Vatten goes over to orion has a quick quiet whispered conversation i just whispered him in the uh roll 20 chat so okay since Aiko has history with orcs, can he check, look at all the orcs to see if one of them is the one that attacked his village? Roll a history check for me. Ten. In response to the. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, you That's guys go ahead. Yes. Okay. Uh, in re after the quick whispered uh, conversation with Ori, uh, you see Vatten go to one of the uh, orcs and start um, pulls out a like almost kukri looking blade and starts hacking off um, chunks of like thigh and uh, okay different different meteor parts of the orc. Easy, easy mm -hmm. enough with your. Uh... 
with your proficiency in cooking, I'm just going to say that you you easily do this. Um, and I have you also have cunning too, so. you also have cunning artisan, so that also works. Um so but with the 10 history, Aiko, you recognize the only one you recognize is the chieftain. The only reason you recognize him is because of the top knot on his head. Um, the ones that the orcs that attacked your village long ago uh, all wore similar top knots, but you do not know if this is the same, if, if this is one of the same orcs that did it since. Uh, you remember from the time that it was all blur and most of them, all you saw were big, big, big men crashing into your village. So you didn't really have a whole lot of time to get a good look at them, but you do recognize the top knot on his head. Okay. So. Can I do an investigation check really fast to find a pair of rocks? Yeah. Uh, and I don't think you need to do an investigation check. Uh, you look around, and on the uh, on the path, there are some small little rocks. Oh, I need it. I just I'm gonna take two. Okay. Yeah, I guess Mainly I like because I can change them into sending stones. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? I, I, I am going to like kind of say to a, the group that uh, I'm not really feeling well. I'm going to lay down on the uh, bench seat. Yeah, you see, as you look at him, you see cut into his chest this just giant gash with blood slowly starting to drip out. Like, he, you're pretty fucked. But, okay, well, if, if uh, does anybody else want to do anything? Uh, I'll um, walk over and heal. Um, that is. Okay. What are those weigh, Zach? What now? What do sending stones weigh? Way, oh, I do not know. Good question. Let me check. Was this morning? I can't remember. I'm sorry. This evening, you guys are this is right before you guys are about to settle down, so it's starting to get dark as we speak. Now, y'all were cooking food before they approach. Is that food still available? We didn't get started on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking love it. Um, all right, so. Uh, yeah. what is it? Now, since we only really met Ori, Zane, and Alara, can we like introduce each everyone else so that we can know who they are? Yes, really... I'd say oh. we traveled most of a day. Together. Um, like yeah, yes, but for the for the sake of um for this for the sake of my my sanity, um. How about you guys both, like, even you know we've already been traveling for a day, why don't you both describe your characters real fast? Uh, Elka, you can go first. Uh, so Elka is a three foot five dark gray bunny with black hair. She has big floppy ears and very striking blue eyes. She's wearing chainmail. She has two rapiers. Uh, one looks a little more old, but they're both very in good condition. Uh, she doesn't really talk that much about uh, herself uh, other than recent exploits that she's done. Okay. And Eiko? 
Aiko is a three foot, 30 year old gnome with brown hair and hazel eyes. Um, he um, carries a longbow around with him because he's a ranger and he has a little sidekick named Aragon, which is a uh, hatchling blue dragon. Which I'm going to say for the sake of all of this, Aragon has been, because I honestly completely forgot about the little guy. Um, for this fight, I'm gonna say Aragon's been kind of just chilling out in the tree where you were at. Yeah, he's too little to fight right now. Yeah, so and he has a friend, and he's been, and I'm gonna say for the sake of the story, he's been relatively trying to stay hidden because he is he's he's a little baby. But um, uh, to answer your question, sending stones are a pound each. Same. Oh. Um, I'm gonna. Or I'm going to replicate sending stones using the stones I picked up. Alright, that is fine. And as we come to evening, coming into this next uh, next night, uh, that is where we're going to end it tonight. Um, we'll pick this up now. Um, we'll pick this up probably... My guess is going to be when I get back from vacation, but I'll talk to you guys about that in just a second. Um, but... We'll be picking up here uh, in the morning of the next day, traveling to Keister, uh, battle worn, and uh, now taking now getting some rest. Everyone can mark down that they've had a long rest and recover hit points. Um, uh, Thaddeus, you gained five points from the from the cure wounds from Vatan. Um, so remember that, and uh, we will pick this up whenever we can. I'm gonna need points do you get for a long rest uh you you, know you roll your hit die well no wait no you don't roll your hit die at all you you just you just get full hp okay so um all right everyone that'll do it for us thank you for watching and listening to our show uh like i said in the intro our next episode will be on june 26th sunday over on our Twitch channel live, as well as on our YouTube channel live, um, at probably going to be end up being 7:30 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to shoot for seven. Again, I'm going to keep you updated on my uh, on my Twitter ch uh, page if you want to go follow me there. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for hanging out and watching through our story. And I uh, can't wait to get into the next chapter of this story. Have a wonderful night. I'll see you guys later.